You're listening to DraftKings Network. Yeah, everybody, in the first segment of this episode of The Cooligans, we talk about the Dax Fruit Bowl saga being completed. It's a little sad, but there's a video out. Check it out. We talk about that. We also talk about Villa going to Spain, and we talk about is Javinko the greatest MLS signing in the history of MLS signings? Find out what we got to think about it. In the second segment, we talk to Pablo Mauro. Pablo, he is a writer. He is a mechanic, but he's an all-around <laughs> funny dude that covers soccer. He writes for DCist and Gothamist and uh, uh uh, just hilarious dude. And we talked to him about RFK. Uh, we talked to him about all the strange animals that are at, are at RFK. And uh, maybe they won't tear it down because it, <laughs> these animals might be extinct. In the third segment, we talk about rivalry week. We talk about how hard it is to say that. We also talk about a lot of those matches. We tell Dan Fouts where he can stick it. Uh, <laughs> we, we start beef with NFL people. <laughs> we do a lot in that last segment. And we have a special message for all of our fans in Atlanta and a huge, huge event so make sure you listen to that third segment regardless of how long it is uh that and more on this episode of the cooligans hello here's julian gressel um spiele von by atlanta united and uh, you heard the cooligans yeah baby hello yeah. hola oh, hello <laughs> to the old Seinfeld. Hello. Hello. La la la. <laughs> I always when hated ass. that, but it's always so much fun to do. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, I, there's a lot of Seinfeld isms that are, are that that's how popular the show was that they still like exist. Right, they're still like uh, it's something you could still do now, and people are like, oh, yeah, like if you wore a puffy shirt, people would be like, puffy, puffy shirt, puffy shirt you know? is close talker. Close talker is a big one. Am yeah. I a close talker? No, you're not a close talker. No, I don't. I try not to be. Okay. I try not to get anywhere near you. You know, now that I think about it. Um, well, what's the other one? Uh, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, oh, not boy. that there's anything wrong with that. You can't do that. You couldn't do that episode now. I, we could say that about a lot of TV that we grew up with, but you definitely could not do that one now. They'd be like, what do you mean? Not that there's anything wrong with Who suggested there was something wrong with it? No, I literally said there was nothing wrong with it. Mm, you probably shouldn't have written it that way. Okay, well, I'm act- I'm getting a petition to get the show shut down. And, <laughs> right. the, and this network, and to have you murdered. <laughs> right. Uh, yes, I'd like to speak to the producer because your show is not woke enough. Uh, woke, woke is something that's going to come Back up. Speaking of woke, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for watching. We, some people, we're recording this so that people who are listening are like. That's right. You're seeing our studio. It is not completely finished. In fact, uh, you know, uh, check this out. We're going to be uh, doing a unboxing video. Okay. Uh, because Tropic Sounders and Kale Parker sent us a gift. Yeah, we haven't done that yet, and that's and uh, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be on our YouTube. Check it out. By the time you're listening to this, is probably up. If not, eh, keep looking. Okay, it'll be up there soon. But God <laughs> knows what it could possibly be. They worked on it together. Um, I told my wife, "Don't open that box. We're gonna do a video." Sure, and, that and w- she w- said, w- "What is it?" And what? I said, "I don't know." And I said, "It's from Tropic Sounders and Kale Parker. They worked on it together." And she goes, "It's." It's probably a dill. <laughs> That's all she said. It's a probably dill. a dill. Not a dell. No, it's no, a, it's a dill. A dill. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Let me out of this box. Hello. No, uh, it's a dill. It's a dill. And uh, we ain't talking pickles, baby. 
Uh, but thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, this is the Cooligans. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And uh, yeah, we're you're the we're your favorite gully comedians uh, that host the soccer podcast, the gulliest podcast. That's right in uh, the world, the gulliest soccer podcast in the world. We're also the funniest soccer podcast in the world, <laughs> and you know because we bust in shots with memes, dude. <laughs> yeah, we bust in shots. That was fun. That was a fun meme. Yeah, oh. everybody knows the the cheating meme or, or what a disloyal man. Is, uh, is the term because I try to find like the original. It took a while. Yeah, I mean, but I, you know, I look at a meme like that and I'm like, well, what does she do to make him to make him look in look, look in another direction? It's clearly her fault. <laughs> she, you know? she she clearly made him stray. It's not even what did she do. What did, what didn't she do is now really the question. <laughs> that's, that's a valid question as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> these memes are a little bit more complex than yeah. we you know than we all think. If your education came from Santo Domingo, <laughs> you have a very different view of that. It's like a Rorschach test for Dominicans. You know? <laughs> Everyone else sees a horse. You're like, nah, clearly that's a brand new Honda Civic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, it has, it has horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there was a, a, a meme that, that you had put up. We, uh, we worked on we, it together. We worked on yeah, it together. Because we I had originally done it one way, and you were like, have you thought of this? And I was like, oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's not, oh, yes. So it was, uh, yeah, that disloyal man meme of him looking at another woman walking by. Yeah, while the- I originally had the word you in there. Yeah, that's right. So it would be. And it you would, had suggested it was GFOP. Men in Blazers. in Blazers was the woman that was that was being like, uh, "Hey, stop looking at her." Yeah, and then the, and he was being disloyal to Men in Blazers by looking the, at the hot woman in the yeah. in the red dress. Well, were the cooligans? That's right, baby. <laughs> and and the guy who was uh, who was you know whose who whose eyes were wandering. Uh-huh. Uh huh. His his or pulling a Polanco. <laughs> his name was uh, GFOP. That's right. So if you don't know what GFOP is, it's uh, the the Men in Blazers call them. Uh, call their fans, I guess, great friends of the pod. Yeah. So good. we should come up with a shirt that says uh, FGFOP. Should or we? former. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like, F, like FU. Oh, fuck. Like, no, 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 no. Former. <laughs> Former GFOP. Okay. Thank you to all of our new listeners, man. Right, we're looking at the numbers. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's climbing yeah. every single week. So thank you. And uh, if any of this has to do with the fact that you guys who currently listen and have always listened or have only listened for the last few, uh, whatever it is, if you're telling other people about us, that means the absolute world to us. So take a little bit of a mental inventory. If you haven't done that in the last few weeks. Do it again. You know, share it, share the pod, tell your friends, do whatever you can. It means the world to us. Uh, you know, people sending us messages and leaving these amazing reviews about, hey, we saw you on this or we heard you on that or you said this about soccer or you know, some people saw us on stage, whatever it is that you I can't explain to you how that makes us feel. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. And uh Feeling nice is, uh, it, you know, something we're not used to. So yeah, that's uh, why we do this. Though. Just more of that. That'd be it's cool. got nothing to do with you. It's all about us. <laughs> yeah, we always talk about. Uh, we get a lot of like uh, awesome iTunes reviews, and we could use some more of those because uh, we. Oh have, yeah. We have to catch up to some of the competition. Mm, uh, catch up. <laughs> that's right. It's a deal, everybody. Mm, catch up, catch up on that. Deal. Is that what you're gonna say? Yes. Oh boy. God, um, I really don't want to open that box. <laughs> um, but we should start with uh, at least letting people, uh, you letting the listeners know if you haven't had the opportunity yet, uh, go to our YouTube channel and watch the Dax video. It's up. It the is saga up. has uh, ended. The conclusion. Oh. Oh, episode, you know, 6 or episode 9 or whatever. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was a long time coming this, this was, one. Yeah. So, uh the video is up and is and we actually 
confront Dax and and you see his response. We get to talk to him. I mean, we talked to him. I wouldn't say we confront him. That seems. I mean, we did. We held him. That we pinned him to yeah, the ground. Like, no, nah, son, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Answer these questions. Yeah. <laughs> Quit hugging me, Nemanja Nikolic, and help me hold him down. <laughs> Dax is trying to get away. Come on, <laughs> stop running from us, Dax. <laughs> uh, but we finally he keeps running box to box. <laughs> uh, he is. He's quite shifty. Yeah. We can't catch him. God damn it. <laughs> is he, is man greased up we can't hold him down is this man greased up so stupid uh but yes it is uh it is there and uh and and it was it was fun it was i i you know we edited the thing and it, it, it's like a fun little documentary uh and i think you can enjoy it a lot yeah i mean i hope you enjoy it i know we enjoyed what happened, you know, and, and what it became. So, you know, one of the reasons we did it, so is our fans would stop, you know, bothering <laughs> him and his wife. Yeah. Uh, but also it just... It, 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 it's a it's a YouTube video slash restraining order. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, look, everybody relax. But uh, it's also for us, it means the world to us that... People gave a shit enough to to comment on on his, yeah, they, his wife's you know wedding photos. Thank you, Ty Yoda. You're the, you're the man. You're the absolute man. There, and by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, we're gonna find a way to put that bottle opener somewhere in here. <laughs> That's right. So the uh, there were a couple of great uh, YouTube comments that I enjoyed. Okay. Uh, so I don't know who this guy is, uh, but I, he's commented on, on our stuff before. His YouTube name is just Bro. Just bro. What up, bro? <laughs> what up, bro? What up, bro? Uh, but he he did write when, once we put the video up. He he go, he wrote uh, no joke. I could get fired right now for watching this at work, but this is the higher priority right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, bro, thank you, <laughs> thanks, bro. How did he get bro on YouTube? How did he get that I that think, name? Can you put any name? Isn't it isn't it like a display name plus your? Or? Oh, maybe maybe that's not his username. That's his display name. Yeah, that's possible. All right, that makes a lot more sense. So, uh, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, there were a lot of people that were genuinely like, "Yo, I've been waiting for this yeah. for months now, and I'm so I'm finally I'm so happy that it finally dropped." The fact that it got concluded, people were like, "Really? You actually?" And here's another thing: there's a little conspiracy going on out there. Conspiracy theory. Did you know this? No, I didn't know this. People think that we coaxed him into saying fruit bowl. When we asked, "What was your favorite wedding gift?" Wow. People think that we set that up ahead of time. We need to put that out there right now. That is fake news. Fake okay, news. that is fake the, news. See, this is what happens when you you succeed at all. Even in Some, the, they try to take even you a down. small amount. The Just haters, a bit. the haters will come out to try to throw some shade. You start peeking your head out of the water a little bit. They pull you down by the ankles. This is it. That was not made up. That was 100% real. That was totally him. As soon as he saw me in that big old yellow jersey, he was like, oh, God damn it. They let them in here? I thought this was my safe space. Yeah, I I don't... uh, I want everyone, everyone listening, I want you to be very clear how little uh, we honestly believe Dax... Really cared for us, yeah. you know, and or had any real interest in kind of resolving this. Yeah, no, we thought <laughs> he knew and was like, eh, yeah, you know. But uh, this was a this was a chance to sort of uh, get it all out in the open, and that's exactly what it yeah, what happened. It, so I mean, it was great. I think from from what, once we spoke to him, I uh, this is what I felt from him mm-hmm. without a doubt was. Please stop. <laughs> put it to bed. It was like it was. He was put a, it to bed. He was annoyed, but not angry because we also not angry, not angry. But, but he was like, "Can this be the period at the this, end of the sentence? <laughs> Can this be it?" <laughs> yes, because I I think the 
you know, we we definitely try to convey that we were being facetious about everything. We were right. just joking around about how frustrated uh, we were. But I think for his wife, I think this is what this this is what I noticed. That's it, the issue. It was like he saw he saw us, and he we reminded him of the arguments he had with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> You know, she was like, yo, they think I don't send thank yous out there, like your fans and the podcast and people are commenting on my goddamn wedding photo. You know, like that's what I, that's what D would have me sending thank yous out digitally. Yeah. I would be mailing out gifts, apologizing to everyone. Uh, I would have to go absolutely very, very far to make sure everyone knew that's not D's fault. I'm yeah. so sorry. And, that, and I you think, know what I'd have to do. Yeah. Oh, man. And that was the you can sense that that was it was a, clearly a thing that he had dealt with. Oh, yeah. Uh, even if, you know, because it's such a crazy thing. Right. That th- there's no precedent for it. He's never dealt with this before. No, so he's like, baby, what? baby, we, this happened. This happened. <laughs> Why would he have ever dealt with this before? No, this so is, it, it's not it a- was unprecedented that some stupid <laughs> comedians sent him a wedding gift. And he was like, yeah. And honestly, the ball's on us to think he deserves to, we deserve a thank you before his family and everyone else. The ball's on the us. Ball, exactly. So, and that was, and that was the joke. Yeah. Uh, and, and we hope that that was, that, that was clear. Yeah, um, and I think it was. I think it, I, think I it, believe you. And so when the the initial moment when uh, when you had gone up to him and asked him the question, it was it was way more of a, of a clear joke. I thought he, he, we didn't yeah. tell him anything. He didn't know. You know, we we were there. We no, no, we, there was no we, lead and, up to it. And whatsoever. frankly, frankly, we actually did try to organize like a one on one with Dak. Oh, we tried. We we tried to even get like a conversation with his wife going. Yeah, and and which we, sounded uh, we got rejected. Sounded like we met her at a bar. I'm like, forget <laughs> your husband. We got yeah. rejected at every step of the way. Oh boy, <laughs> there was so many hurdles put up. So, I mean, thank God the people that work at the Chicago Fire do work for the government because that wall would be built. Okay, because <laughs> they build walls around Dax very quickly. But we have to also thank. One one very uh, for, I'm not going to call her name out on the podcast so people don't uh, bother her. Uh, but she was a, a fan of a, of another podcast we were on uh, where we mentioned this, and she uh, she very she very much tried to set this up oh, sure. uh, behind the scenes. So salute to you, JG is all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, so watch that because uh, we're it's it's a thing we're. Uh, genuinely proud of. Uh, it took a, it took a lot to, and we're not proud of much. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're not proud of this. We've accomplished very little. <laughs> oh my lives. god, we've done nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but we actually we we it was a, a, a it went from a dumb joke, you know, in in early February. Yep. To confronting this man about uh <laughs> you know a a dish essentially yeah, yeah. and uh and and it was really it was fun and silly and uh and thank you Dax for for participating even even though you didn't really want to but right. but, but it was fun and i think it was a a, a fun and, and weird thing that that can kind of live on forever of like even i think 5 years from now people are going to be like yo remember when those two comedians sent that's yeah. a fruit bowl for yeah. no damn reason or he'll be like a pundit 15 years from now and they'll be like what was the weirdest thing that happened in your career and he'd be like without a doubt probably the fruit bowl and you know what if you watch the end of the video a sandwich is referenced we are following up on that that's right this sandwich will happen so uh stay tuned to that and yes. by the way you know i'm gonna take that part very seriously yeah to, to alexis uh the the sandwich was way more important than the fruit bowl oh uh, yeah the fruit bowl means nothing to me <laughs> without a doubt uh so uh, a lot of stuff going on uh in soccer this uh this week or the the, the 
week that just passed. Uh, and I, I think the probably the biggest news that, that took a lot of people by surprise uh, after the Fruit Bowl video uh, was uh, David Villa. Getting called up by Spain. Crazy. Is it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's the answer. Yeah, there's no you. way to spin that, right? <laughs> well, I can't be like, but is it really? Nazi. 35 yeah, yeah. years old. It's European soccer, right? When they, you, if you're 35 and. Let's start with the fact that they don't really have strikers. I know they have Alvaro Morata, but you see what he's doing at Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, Miss which, a, missing open headers. I should say, you see what he isn't doing at Chelsea. <laughs> uh, Torres is what, 33, 34? And he's, uh, I mean, let's remember what he did at Chelsea? It was <laughs> yeah, a nightmare. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, if you're a Spanish person, don't go to Chelsea. Just avoid. Sess, what well, are you doing? Diego Costa, but he's Brazilian. Costa, yeah. Costa's Technically. Not, and also, you see what he did. He's not playing. <laughs> he wants to go back to Spain. That's always problem. What is it? How, what is going on, Chelsea? At Chelsea. Uh, but David Villa, at, uh, uh, getting called up to, to the Spanish, the Spanish national, national team. team. And the fans are going nuts. If you go on Twitter, they're posting like... Like throwback Thursday photos of him and Iniesta's like love affair, like the two of them on the field together holding hands and hugging and stuff. Whoa. It's like, well, you know, G- what given, I mean. uh, given, uh, we might be sending out another fruit bowl, <laughs> given uh, <laughs> Yamil Assad and uh, Tito Villaba a little, a little run for their money, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Look, let's see how the OGs do bromance. <laughs> I, you know, watching, watching the fans love it. I mean, the Spanish fans ha- love having him back. Yeah. I mean, this isn't like, oh, he plays in, in the U.S. and not, no. Oh, everyone's really happy to have him back. Yeah, it's you know it's uh, fascinating, and so coincidentally, um, I, I have a, a if staying with my with my parents. There's a, a kid from Spain. He's from Valencia. Uh, he's one of my brother's friends. My brothers are a, a professional handball player, right? So this kid, he plays handball in Spain, and 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 my brother kind of just like showing him the ropes whenever he's here. Uh, and and the first thing when he talked to me, he was like. Hey, did you did you hear about Villa going getting called back to Spain? Isn't he's that like, crazy? He, he was like, "This is crazy." <laughs> Isn't that wild? Like, this is this is big news for the MLS. This is big news for American soccer fans. This is big news for Spanish soccer fans. This is big news across the board. This might be one of we may look back at this and see that this was one of the most important moments in MLS history. Yeah, this this definitely is. Granted, he's got to play and play well, but if he does, yeah, do you think he's actually going to play? That's a, that's a, that's one of the questions. You know what? If he only goes in for ten minutes and still scores a goal, this is big for us. I mean, that would be huge. Definitely, if he scored. If he scored, that it sends a message to Italy that they need Javinko. They need to put Javinko in there. It sends a message to everyone. Uh, that MLS players are just as important and, ju- and should be looked at just as uh, just as much as anyone else. And, you know, I always point to this, but remember when Josie Altidore was at AZ Akmar? Yeah. He was scored. I think he scored like 32 goals that season. He came in. That was the best form he ever had for the men's national team. It's about confidence. You don't, I mean, it's better to play in a much more competitive league, but the MLS is, you know, is not, not a sort of a cakewalk for David Villa, even though he's doing incredible. That's because he's an incredible player. It's a chance to, you know, to, if you, you're playing really well here, you should get a chance at the national team, yeah, regardless of who you are. Yeah, there's no, uh, I think the Villa can set some example uh, to more foreign players that that m- might be hesitant to come to MLS. There you go, because they might, uh, you know, because they might get left out of their national team just because they they play in the MLS. We know how uh, I forgot who the Italian manager uh, is, uh, but he's been very vocal about right. just not really respecting MLS. Well, so first Conte, Conte said he wouldn't take him, and now. I, th- I want to say Allegri, but I know that's wrong. That's we, the coach we, of uh, Juventus. We do know that Spain uh, is having a couple issues, you know, up, up front. But this... It's, They're playing it, Italy next. It's still... Um, 
Villa Villa had to play exceptionally well to even be considered. Yeah, uh, and and the fact that he he meets some standard uh, where where the, you know uh, I forgot again I forgot the managers uh, oh Lopetki okay. yeah uh, so that he uh, believes that he can contribute. That's I mean it's just only a, a you know a, a a badge of honor for for the MLS because there there were some people I was looking at um, I was following. Uh, the the Spanish uh, Twitter account. Why and, would you do that? Uh, <laughs> it was a good decision, I think. Don't look at don't look at the negative news. Well, that's the thing. So I, I that's what I was looking for. I was looking for people being like, "Oh, he's coming from MLS. Yeah. This is what a waste." He's been retired he's for been, three years. Yeah, and that, they they there really wasn't much of that. I actually I think it was more difficult to find negative comments about MLS. They I think people respect Villa that much, and and, and they know he's 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 uh, Spain's top scorer. They give him the respect that he deserves. And at the very least, you would hope that him getting called in, they were maybe there's some people who who think David Villa's not playing anymore. You know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's quite possible. Yeah, where's, where's, wait, Villa's back. Where's he been? Yeah. Oh, let me watch some NYCFC. Let me watch MLS. Oh, you know what? Would you get him off the golf course? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, maybe that can lead a couple more Spanish fans into, uh, into MLS and just at least be intrigued by it. Yeah, for sure. I think this is going to be, I I hate to use the term watershed because uh, we'll see what happens, but I think we will look back and say that that was one of the most important moments. I think you'll look back and go like, all right, when Toronto FC first came in, right? Because there was a lot of fans. Uh, that that sort of increased the supported culture in uh, in the in uh, MLS. You know, uh, you know David Villa, uh, Javinko coming in, David Beckham, uh, the Cooligans. You know, all the really most important parts, milestones, all of them of, yeah. of equal importance. One of those in particular, the Cooligans, uh, cornerstone <laughs> of the league. I think you'll see. That's right. Um, if they were to stop hating us, <laughs> I can't wait for the thirty for thirty. Uh, oh man, the Cooligans thirty for thirty. The behind the music about how we split up. <laughs> <laughs> you had. You almost we had a scare with you uh, physically. You, we thought you had appendicitis. I thought I had appendicitis. I had a, I had a sharp pain in my stomach uh, the day of the of the Mayweather fight. Yeah, uh, maybe we can talk about that for for a moment. But uh, yeah, felt like right. I, we watched it together. Felt like I got punched in the gut. No, I had this weird um, sharp pain like next to my belly button, and it was just like the most pain. That's usually when I fart. Yeah, you know what? That's what I I. It, so it was such a sharp oh, pain. You can't fart. And then it just and then it just went away. Right. So it was like two minutes of like agony, and then it was just like I feel totally fine. And then, but that agony was bad enough that you called my wife, a registered well, nurse. My girlfriend called your wife. Right. She was she was that nervous about it. But I can hear you crying, bitch. Call D. <laughs> you know? Okay, who's wait? Who's the bitch? Yeah, who are you calling? Are, <laughs> you, you, call, are you calling? No, oh, wait. I was saying you. Called oh, your oh girl you're that. saying that I was? I would disrespect my woman yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. but you wouldn't. You would never disrespect. Oh your my God, no, no, never. <laughs> I said I heard. I heard you in the background. Which, okay. By the way, I meant to talk to you about this. Very disrespectful. <laughs> you should not do that. <laughs> you should not talk as me yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. mean stuff to you. How dare lady. you <laughs> let me talk as you? The fans have no idea what's happening. Uh, no, but yeah. But D was like, do this. There's, there's a couple things you can do to find to out if it is appendicitis. And it was an appendicitis. It was so, and, and I was totally fine. And then I started thinking, I'm not a big, I'm not a farter. I'm not a big fart guy. You know, how does that mean? You know, some people are big, are gross, like farting people. Like <laughs> Stop you're pointing like, at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're a person who is just like, you know what? Well, I'm alive. Then, th- therefore, I fart. Buddy, let it out. You know, <laughs> you could you could really mess up your sphincter. 
if you don't let the farts out. And that's kind of, I'm, I'm not really a fart guy. I don't really fart you, around. Your sphincter must be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, that did cross my mind. I'm like, maybe there was a fart that I was holding in from like eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that yeah. I just, that was finally like, you know what? It smells like something you haven't eaten in I, years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy meal from, yeah, like, from McDonald's. <laughs> I can smell the toy. <laughs> Did I eat the yeah. toy? From Toy Story 2. <laughs> what year did that come out? Yeah. So I was just like, maybe it was like, it was just a, a fart from so long ago, from decades ago, that was like, you know what? We've had enough. We got it. We got to get out of here. I had, I had this one time where I just could not leave the apartment. I was like, I feel terrible. I'm coming down with something. I felt like I fatigued the whole nine. And Dee was like, maybe you just have to fart. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit on the toilet just in case. One long fart, and I felt amazing. I was like, I don't know what just happened. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I just farted the devil out. You know what I mean? Because I felt incredible. We went out for the for the whole day. And it was great. Got to get those farts out, guys. I know that's why you listen to this podcast. You got to get it out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So what does this have to do with soccer or Davia? We don't know. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's all going to lose at the end. Just It's a, it's going to be an M. Night Shyamalan film at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it was the parts the entire yeah. time. Uh, or the twist is we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> That's the twist at the end. Of but you knew it all along. It's the worst M. Night Shyamalan movie. So speaking of uh, Via getting called up to Spain, it does beg the question, what is up with Jovinko? Why can't he get a call up? And it seems like anytime before there's an international break, Jovinko plays out of his mind. He turns it what, he got on. Four goals in in two games or three goals in, in two Did games? you see the goal the free, against every free kick? Just first of all, the, the keepers don't even move. <laughs> but they can't. I mean, they're just like, wait, 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 when? When? When did that get kicked? He can he can go over the wall to to either post. And that's really what makes him so dangerous. And and just to have that ability, yeah, that ability alone. Even if he just came in four free kicks for the Italian national team, there's a a, a high probability he can get you about a goal per game. That which is scary. Even even if you bring him in, so that in case the game you're in is a draw, at the end if there's penalties, you can use him as someone who takes a penalty. Think yep. about it. Sure. He's better than Zaza Simone, <laughs> who that ball still hasn't landed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ridiculous. I think I'm willing to go out on a limb here. I think that Giovinco is more important to the MLS, more important of a signing to the MLS than anybody else. And that includes David Villa and that includes David Beckham. Uh important importance uh no and the effect that it will have on the league and here's let me explain why over beckham i mean that's over tough. beckham beckham Maybe we haven't seen what like lasting effect jovinko's going to have i mean no but we're we're already seeing it now look at the level of play look at the amount of other players that have come in into this league at his uh, below his level because he, i think he is probably i think we could say like he's the best all around player in the league right now but i honestly think that when david beckham came in he he validated the league a little bit Javinko coming in in his prime and as good of a player as he is has validated the league even more to a certain level of players who are like you know what i could try to get on the field here or i could go play 90 there 
Yeah, I, I yeah I would say he, and that's Be- going to Be- raise the level of this of a play. Be- I think Beckham raised the awareness the, of the league, aware without a doubt. From a marketing perspective, yes, yeah. Beckham did that. But he was still a joke to a lot of people. I think Javinko has been like, look, you can go there in your prime, you can try to get ten minutes a match at Juventus, or you can go play ninety in Toronto. And if if Javinko gets called up to the national team. That will seal the deal for me. He will be the single most important player that has ever been signed in MLS history. And you have to you have to thank MLSE with the uh, Maple Leaf Sporting uh, Sports and Entertainment for making it happen. Absolutely incredible. They're uh, the ones who own uh, TFC. Sure. I mean, I, it's difficult for me to to. I, I guess the word importance is the the the, the thing I'm hung up on because. You have nothing to say that I'm wrong. Is that right? No, no I, I think he he, he he definitely uh, gives it the 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 validity of of the quality of the league. Right. He raises the 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 standard, uh, and and but he came in his prime. We have to remember that. Yeah, he was a name. It wasn't a big name, but he was a name. People know. Giovinco. But he's not. He's not a household. Most people don't know who Sebastian Jovic. No, is. no, he's not a household name here, but. He's not, you know, uh, you know, Van Anholt who signed with LA Galaxy. People, yeah, people in his own country probably don't even know who he is. You know what I mean? Everyone knew who Giovinco was. Yeah, all, all the Van Anholts, all the Va- Van many. Anhol heads. Yo, hit us yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Don't let, don't let Van hold the holics. Van holics. Don't let Alexis disrespect the the, the uh, which I think probably Van Anhol is on the flag of whatever country he's from. <laughs> yeah, of whatever country he's from. But like, well, all right, Giles Barnes signs. A lot of people didn't know who Giles Barnes is. You don't have to say Sebastian Jovinko. You just say Jovinko sign. Most people knew. If you're a soccer fan, yeah. most people knew who that was. You know what? The other day, somebody. I forgot who I was talking to. They were like, uh, oh, isn't that um, Italian guy uh, playing in MLS? And I said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Jovinko. It was, that's the first name that came to my mind. Yeah, as opposed to Pirlo. Yeah, but and he meant Pirlo. Of course. <laughs> so, so you see what, I mean, that, that's, the, that's the world we live in, you yeah. know? Where the, 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 the light years ahead in quality, especially this year. Yeah, at this point in at time. At this point in his career, uh, is so much better. And it's still, it's just Pirlo. Pirlo is, is, is Pepsi. I mean, they, people know Pepsi. Yeah, people know Pirlo. <laughs> I uh, I was talking to a guy from Torino that works at a pizza shop, and uh, he's from Torino. And I said, "Hey, Pirlo, Torino," and he goes, "Oh yeah, 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 Pirlo, Pirlo." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I met him." He goes, "No." He was like, "What was that like?" And I'm like, "I don't know." We kind of argued about pizza. I told him he didn't know anything about pizza. He's like, "Why you? Why, why, why would you do that? Why would you do that to Pirlo?" And I go, "Well, he's from Torino. You guys don't know anything about pizza." And the guy's like slapping the counter, and he's like, "What do you mean we don't know nothing about pizza?" And I'm like, well, "Come on, Torino." And he goes. Okay, but it's Pirlo. Like, you don't have that argument with Pirlo. I'm like, buddy, I'll have that argument with whoever I want. <laughs> I told him, I go, I won't tell him how to play soccer. He doesn't tell me Wait, anything so about the, pizza. This guy that was from Torino, he makes pizza? And you told he works he at a pizza place. He's a waiter at a pizza place. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, I, I, mean, thought it was, I thought it was the guy making pizza, and you're like, you don't know what you're doing, buddy. I mean, he probably wouldn't <laughs> know because he's from Torino. <laughs> and you, there's no way you can learn about pizza if you're from there. That's just, no matter Not what you all. do, no matter, how, no matter how much schooling, no matter how much uh, old Italian grandma, Grandpa, who can pass down the recipe? You still, you're from Torino. You're done. Yeah, give up. Well, there are no old Italian grandpas that have <laughs> recipes for pizza in Torino because they don't have that culture. Okay, 
Well, I mean, if you knew as much as me, then I'd respect you, but you don't. <laughs> and that goes with any subject. That goes with anything. <laughs> if you knew as much or more than me, I got respect for you. Other than that, why don't you hush up, okay, Pirlo, and listen to this guy. Um, so, I don't tell you anything about formations. I don't tell you anything about training. I'm certainly not going to tell you about training. Don't you got? Don't you dare tell me about what type of pizza is good or not. <laughs> okay, I mean, this. You know, <laughs> look, you, you, you. Everyone listening to this podcast, if you listen, if this not, if this is not your first time listening. You've definitely been threatened about pizza before. <laughs> so you know about this. This is not this is nothing new. This is not new. <laughs> been here done that. Uh, so let's uh, uh there are some uh, the, the international break is coming up. There's a couple uh there's eight MLS teams uh that are still that that are playing. Uh but the US is playing two matches uh over the next uh 10 days. Costa Rica and probably home. being the toughest match I think we have Coming up out of the next few. Yeah, uh, Costa Rica and, and then uh, and Honduras. So those, yeah. are, those are the next two. A uh, lot of people from, yeah, obviously a bunch of MLS clubs, uh, you know, uh, their players are, are going to be in, in, you know, in these matches. But, um, yeah, there is a, I mean, this is basically the issue. Uh, the U.S. wins these next two and they're, they're, they're pretty much in. They're, they're, going, they're yeah. going to Russia. Yeah, they were good. Uh, but. There is that concern of oh, over Costa Rica. This oh, is the I, toughest I, I, one, and we're playing in a stadium that they can easily fill, and we know that because we were there. That's right. They did a great job of getting people into uh, Red Bull Arena. Mm-hmm. They have a big fan base here. Um, but I'm hearing, or not hearing, it's true, that U.S. soccer kept a large percentage of the tickets for private sale for American Outlaws and season ticket holders uh, to the New York Red Bulls. Okay. Uh, yes, you try to get some home field advantage. Do you think that's wrong? Uh, is it wrong? I mean, no, it's not wrong. You think it's a little fucked up. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, I chose wrong. Don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't hover around that word wrong. <laughs> it is a. Uh, you understand it? I mean, look, they they want the advantage. I mean, look, whenever, how many times do uh, when when the U.S. plays in in, in California? Is it basically against, you know... The, oh, it's a Mexican it's, it's a Mexican, yeah. Even if Mexico's not playing, there's Mexican flags there. <laughs> just Mexico just there to just make it make it <laughs> difficult uh, for the U.S. Just cheering for French Guyana. So, uh, no, no, I, I have no real issue with it. It depends. I guess if I saw the numbers and they were like, uh, well, it, it was uh, 28,000 in, uh, you know, we left about 46 tickets for the country. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> then I'd be like, all right, well, then that's like a little... T- but I think it should be okay to just give them like one of those little like away sections like they would for an MLS match. What's uh but then the, then the let's cons- say it's, let's say it's like th- uh, 3000 people. 3 you're fine with 3000 3, Costa Rican fans only allowed. Uh sure. I I think the concern is, is the concern of that they may not sell enough tickets? Is that, is that no, I don't think, I don't know. It's the U.S. The U.S. travels well on the East Coast. Uh, no, I don't think that's the concern. I think the concern is that the Costa Rican fans would be much more aggressive about getting tickets. Oh, boy. You know how those Ticos are. (laughs) Bunch of goddamn Latinos coming in here. I don't know anyone's got a southern accent in this scenario. Yeah. Build that wall. That's That's Costa Rica, guys. That's how people from Harrison, New Jersey talk. (laughs) Come around these parts. There's Harrison, New Jersey. I got to go take the path and go to my job in Midtown Manhattan. How much is it to swipe a horse onto this thing? Y'all call the pie up. I don't know what accent that is. It's somebody. 
no, I'm I, yeah, whatever. Like uh, you don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I, I mean, it's a it's a fun environment, regardless. I I, I mean. How let's say you said they only allow I mean, five hundred I mean, Costa Rican when, fans. How would you feel? Five hundred. Five hundred? Oh, that's uh, probably five hundred two minutes. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's ask the Colombians how they feel. Uh, <laughs> uh no, I'm 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 fine. I You're don't know. Look, I don't know what I don't know what the number is, but I, I I you understand what it's home field, you understand why they would do it. Uh obviously American outlaws. And, and, yeah, the US is a slightly larger country than Costa Rica. Uh we have like uh, like 30, 40 more people. Yeah, but you know, Costa Ricans view their side, their national soccer team as their army. Like they're oh, sure. very passionate about following, uh, you know, their their national team. Where I would say in America, yeah, but we're we- probably not as passionate as per capita. You know, we have probably very passionate, but per capita. But that's what you have. A home game for when we play in Costa Rica, it's it's filled with a bunch of Costa Ricans. It's not it's not twenty thousand Americans. No, because there's not that many Americans out there. <laughs> so that that's I what, guess what you're understanding, guys. If you don't know how to read between the lines, what Christian Polanco is saying is that we're letting too many immigrants into this country. <laughs> yes, uh, that's what I'm saying clearly, yeah. uh, <laughs> clearly. And uh, please, with remove, no equivocation, re- remove my immigrant parents uh, yeah. uh, because I have to stick with uh, my beliefs. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I made this statement on a podcast. And went, once they're deporting my mother, uh, I will say, but mom. I, re- I made a joke on a podcast and so it's now letter got, of the law. I got I to gotta live and die by my yeah. word. You're going to ruin my reputation yeah. over over your 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 citizenship right. status. This is it just because you want to live in this <laughs> wow. country. Wow. Making it about you, mom. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> Typical. Uh, first of all, integrity on the line. And two, <laughs> it was said, therefore, it shall be done. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Did you not teach me to stick to your word? <laughs> Parents don't just understand as <laughs> as a scholar. William Smith uh, <laughs> said at one point. Ah, uh, just years before he got jiggy with it, he <laughs> let us know. Just before his trip to Miami, <laughs> he let us know that you, yes, parents don't just don't understand. And it was and it was quite a uh, expedition that he took to the wild wild west. Yes, uh, it was. That was oh boy, impressive. Let me tell you something. He really enjoys the summertime. <laughs> I think we've reached the bottom of that. <laughs> Oh, right after summertime, he likes to boom, boom, <laughs> shake the room. <laughs> That's it. I can't think of anything else. Oh, my God. Anyway. That's it. Uh, if you can think of anything else, <laughs> please comment right now. Tweet whatever you want to do. Uh, so, yeah. So the the U.S., uh, we're hoping they leave with uh, six points out of here and, are, and, are, and have booked their trip. <laughs> Wait, that's what we were talking about? That's what we were <laughs> Yeah, that's how we got here. Wow. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for you, man, we would be all over the... I'd be like, what were we talking about again? If anybody wants to know what that's like, just listen to my old podcast. Yeah. It was me by myself. And I was like, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> Alexis so. uh, has the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, do I. And want to be fed like one. Just throw it in. Throw it in my room. I'll find it. Yeah. If you, I, Also, don't overfeed because he will not stop. Yeah, no. <laughs> and we will die. Yeah. And I'm not like one of those fighting fish. I'm just like, let's all hang out. Everybody relax. Just don't tell me about pizza <laughs> uh so yeah uh so yeah so that's uh we'll we'll we should get into our next segment because uh, oh yeah oh we have a great uh we have a great interview we um, have a great interview with pablo mora uh and he uh so yeah, some people will recognize him definitely from twitter he's a, he's just a a really funny dude he's a, he's a he's a writer and he, he he's a mechanic mechanic he, com- he writes for dcist uh he uh writes for gothamist yeah, he writes for gothamist so, but, he, but he, he's been covering mls uh for a long time yeah and uh and he lives in the dc area so that's uh 
so we talk a lot about like RFK. Uh, we have a lot of, but he's the main thing. And the reason actually, why, how do you know what we talk about? Because we haven't done the interview yet. It's coming <laughs> up right after this. The main thing, uh, the the main reason we wanted to get him on the show was because he's hilarious. He's just a funny dude. Yeah, he's and, a funny dude. And and when it comes, not to, a comic, just a funny dude. Yeah, and when when it comes to uh, in the soccer world, these are the people that we want to get on absolutely uh, on the show. So uh, we had a great conversation with him, or we're about to, as ah, like, as Alexis would say. Uh, so. I wonder what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's get to it. Let's. Uh, this is our conversation with Pablo Mara. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that right after this. Hey guys, Christian here. Quick break. I just want to let you guys know about something called Vocal Threads. Vocal Threads is a company uh, that we are working with and they make scarves. They are passionate soccer fans, so they make soccer scarves. But it's not for a team. Yeah, it's not for a team. It's for a, uh, you know, for a bigger cause. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so they have a they have a couple cool scarves, like uh, one that says resist, and then on the other side of it, it says uh, love trumps hate. Yeah, and they have the other one, which is uh, immigrants make America great. And on the other side, it says unidos somos mas which is really cool united we are more exactly so this is a a really cool uh just very very symbolic and uh, you know kind of speaking to where we are currently as a nation uh but they uh they do instead of just showing support for a club you're showing support for a cause uh, yeah. just, uh, just love and, 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 and people being together And not hating each other Which <laughs> and is kind of nice And it's not just all talk The uh, 25% of the uh, proceeds From uh, from each scarf goes, Come to us, right? Come to us uh, No, they don't yeah. come to us <laughs> Which would be very strange right? <laughs> don't, Donate to yeah, the, To we're, us We're doing great work And we're really Hooligans helping Hooligans Trump hate <laughs> <laughs> Helping heal the world <laughs> No, 25% goes to the ACLU Another really cool uh, Yeah, the, the, the ACLU Depending on which scarf you purchase uh, it can either go to ACLU or the or Kind, which is the the Kids in Need of Defense, uh, which is a a nonprofit uh, and and an organization that helps uh, refugee children, uh, you know, with education and uh, just other uh, things that just that are necessary when uh, when you are refugees to to you know it can be a tough life. Uh, so go to shopvocalthreads.com and pick up a scarf. Uh, you will be helping yourself. You will be helping uh, good people uh, across the world. Uh, so make sure you do that. So go to shopvocalthreads.com. Yeah, baby, we're back. We're back. Oh, man. Uh, oh, this is it. You know, we always talk about, you know, that we're the funniest people in soccer. And we are. I mean, that's, you know, without a doubt. Yeah, people get annoyed that we're really pretty arrogant. Yeah, I mean, but arrogant, you know, I, I, it shouldn't count as arrogant when you're right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's just, when you're just stating the truth. Yeah, and we're always right. Uh, but, you know, we're not the only people that are funny in soccer. So we try to bring you some of the funniest people in soccer. We've had some great guests that have incredible personalities. And this is one that we've been trying to get on the podcast for a hot minute, or at least we've been talking about getting on the podcast for a hot minute. If you have followed DC United ever, yeah. uh, you might have heard of this guy. Um, the MLSist is his, uh, his uh, Twitter his handle. Twitter handle um and uh first name is pablo so we like him already <laughs> that's all it takes ladies and gentlemen unless you're driving put your hands together for the one the only pablo maurer everybody hey pablo hey how you guys doing what's Good. up thanks so much for for being on the show yeah we were, we were talking about just uh you being one of the funnier vo- voices uh when it comes to uh talking about soccer on the internet i know when and american soccer at that yeah when i started uh really paying attention to uh to mls i used to go to games very casually but when i went uh, like i would say about three years ago when i really started focusing and actually uh engaging with the community you were like one of those people i'm like this guy's always popping up 
getting a lot of retweets. Uh, some funny stuff over here. What's uh, what's this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's uh, I, I guess like anything else in life, if you're not going to laugh at it, what's you know why is it even worth doing? Um, and there's there's obviously a lot to laugh at with MLS. So I think if I if I took it too seriously, I might not be a fan. So <laughs> that's a good uh, way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, just try and sort of go with a flow. <laughs> what is what is your relationship to MLS? Is it the only league that you follow? Do you have any other soccer leagues that you you're a fan of? You know, I so my fa- half my family's Spanish. Um and you know, I I grew up in Spain, um lived there for a number of years and so I follow La Liga. Um uh I'm an Atletico fan. Uh as far as, you know, I don't follow any of the other European leagues. I really only watch MLS. I mean, a lot of that has to do with just that time commitment. You know, I, I wish I had time to watch more soccer. But honestly, I'm just one of those people that given the choice between, I guess, what you could call a superior product abroad and something that's inferior but local, I'm just going to watch uh, the soccer that's in my backyard, you know. So so really, that's, you know, I've, I've always just watched MLS. Uh, you know, I've. I think uh, I lived in Spain right before the World Cup in 94, uh, came back to the U.S., um, you know, was just super excited that there was a league at all, you know, um, starting in 96. So I've, I've sort of been following MLS since day one, I guess. <clears throat> wow. Well, we hope that other that people uh, feel the same way you do about leagues as comedians for us. Uh, the inferior product directly in front of you, as opposed <laughs> yeah. to traveling to find a much more superior product. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, where did your... I mean, is the voice that we now know of the, you know, at MLSist, uh, is that, is that sort of your, is that a character you put on? Is that just how you've always been? Cause it's, it's not necessarily like extremely sarcastic, but it's somewhat irreverent, somewhat sarcastic. And it's sort of fun for us to sort of see your response. And I think the fans clearly love it because they're retweeting it a lot more than ours, which is kind of upsetting, but they love it a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really just me. I, I, uh, I started covering MLS probably in 2010 um, and was writing for a site, a local site here in D.C. that I still write for occasionally DCist, and sort of just uh, decided that maybe it was uh, a good idea to have some sort of a, a persona, you know. Um, as far as what I tweet, it's just me, but the name, I mean, it's just sort of a, a mashup of the league's name and the site that I was writing for. And, you know, at this point, I'm just terrified to change it because I might, like, I might, like, lose four followers, which would be, you know, devastating. It's a nightmare. My entire life at this point is based on, you know, uh, you know, social capital or whatever you want to say. So I, I can't handle the thought of, of losing a single follower, you know. Buddy, cloud score rules all at this point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you, 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 I haven't even I haven't checked my cloud score in probably six months because I'm too terrified. Yeah, you know, I mean, so. but you you are speaking directly to our hearts. Yeah, uh, yeah. You sure yeah. you're not a comedian? Because no, you, every, everybody here is incredibly vain. I think we're all. The same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Why else would we be focusing so much on what yeah. we believe about the league that other people are playing right. in? Exactly, exactly. And it is uh, speaking of that exact thing. You you had just uh, gotten uh, a tweet that. That went viral. Your your uh, your Mayweather McGregor tweet. That was that was hot. That was a hot one. Uh, Stratospheric. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean I, I'm I surprised. Are was, you calling us from the private was, jet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, I, I was hoping it would hit. I would hit a hundred thousand. I mean, for no good reason. Just because. Yeah, I, I mean that's. Uh, I think uh, tweets like that people gravitate. They're very easily relatable. Everybody hates 
the bartender in the vest with the bow tie. Yeah. You know, uh, everybody hates craft cocktails. <laughs> uh, unless you like craft cocktails, then I'm sorry. Don't unfollow me, please. No, then everybody <laughs> hates you <laughs> if you like that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're in Brooklyn, so we know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Are you kidding me? We're sitting on the train with these people. It's funny the way the internet works, though, because a lot of people like that tweet. And then a bunch of people called me a racist, and I hadn't even thought of it. I think they thought that I think they thought that I was suggesting that because McGregor's Irish, there were these three dudes uh, giving him alcohol, right? It'd be like a horrible stereotype about Irish people. And it, at no point did that thought cross my mind. It did not, not me neither. That was yeah, no. exactly. I certainly didn't think of it. There's always somebody on the internet who's like, who's more woke to... than we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. supremely woke. Uh, right. right. Uh, do you? <laughs> you're um, you're a fan of DC. Right. DC has had some great years. Uh, this one's not one of them. Uh, what does yeah. uh, what how what does this mean for you? Is this old hat at this point? You know, are well, you super I, thankful there is no relegation? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not really a DC fan. I think that's a common misperception. I think probably when I first moved to DC, I I started watching the team, obviously, because they're, you know, my local, if you will. Um, when I started covering the team, I had to sort of divorce myself from any sympathies that I had towards CC uh, to do a good job. And then I, I think, and this is just my experience, but like when you cover MLS and I'm sure this goes for a lot of other areas in life. So it's sort of like when you see how the sausage is made, you don't want to eat it anymore. You know what I mean? So like, I not true general, for me, by the way. Yeah, not for Alexis. Yeah, no, he'll, he'll really? eat any sausage. Yeah. Oh my god, buddy! If I saw if I saw somebody's hand go in there, I'd be like, oh, we'll taste it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> that could be that could be delicious. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. Oh my um, god, you know what? He had fat on his hand, so <laughs> more yeah, flavor. Yeah. I'd, say, I'd say if I'm a fan of any team, it's probably NYCFC, and that's just because I'm a um, Via fanboy. You know, um, Boy, as far Banya, as DC yeah. goes, as far as DC goes, yeah, it's. Uh, it is, it is difficult to watch sometimes. Uh, it is, it was also sort of predictable. I mean, they've used the same formula for the past five or six years of just sort of plugging in, uh, you know, guys who are either past their prime or quote unquote, have something to prove. Um, these teams that are led by Ben Olsen, you know, aren't particularly tactically brilliant in any way. You know, so it, the thing is, it, it is MLS, and it doesn't take much to make the playoffs. Uh, you know, so I think in, in previous years, you know, they've just sort of uh, had a good run of form and gotten some good breaks. And you know, hey, what do you know? You're in third place. The problem is, then you know, with that same formula, you can easily just, uh, you know, with a few injuries and some guys who are, you know, falling off. You look at someone like Marcel Sarvis or Bobby Boswell. These are guys who. Um, just starting to tail off, then you can have not just a bad year, but like a catastrophically bad year. I mean, this is since I've been covering them, this is the third, you know, they had a, a 2011 that was just, I'm sorry, 2010 that was a terrible, 2013 that was historically bad, and then now this, which is uh, has been almost as bad, but at least entertaining. I mean, they won two <laughs> games in a row on own goals. You know, like, yeah, I think, uh, isn't own goal the second highest scorer on the team? Yeah, yeah. He's right behind uh, Luciano Acosta, you know. So. That's hilarious. Ongol gets, yeah. gets the golden boot this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, yeah. Michael Parkhurst almost, of Atlanta United did. is one of the top yeah, he, scorers. God, can you imagine the two own goals in the same year? Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, like, um, and from a very solid, you know, Michael Parkhurst is nothing to sneeze at, obviously. He's a, 
he's an all-time great U.S. defender, but uh, but that's pretty rough. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I think you're the first team to win two games on an own goal only, right? That's exactly one yeah. nothing on own goals. Or yeah. DC um, is because I forgot you're not a fan, so we can't <laughs> say that you are. DC. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I mean, I. I do think obviously there's hope, you know, they've just signed, uh, like 35 players, you know, including, uh, Paul Ariola, oh, really? you know, this, uh, this other us, uh, you know, uh, Russell Caduce, who looks like a really good pickup for them has been playing well the past couple of days. And, um, you know, I think, I think there's definitely, uh, and then I, I guess this Hungarian guy, Zoltan Stieber, who I mean I, I guess they couldn't afford Zlatan, so maybe they just you know <laughs> what was you know dare to Zoltan yeah, yeah. Sort of ring they went it, with the know. generic brand yeah, 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 yeah. exactly that's <laughs> the home brand it's a, it's a pony walkman yeah. it's the same thing as Sony guts right you know, like it's the same shit they were in the transfer market they're like yo this one's two for one if we use our car we get thirty percent off on the third one <laughs> right they went to the store the, the one store they went to didn't take Tam right they go to the other store you know it's all I got um, baby it's all I got yeah, come on exactly yeah as you live in the DC area though right I live in DC I live in I've lived in Columbia Heights which is a neighborhood around here I've lived there for eleven years so yeah I'm a so, not a DC native, but I've been here longer than probably ninety percent of people in DC. Yeah, for sure. You can't get voted out. You're one of the few people that can't get voted out of the town. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. What is it? What does it mean? Because you started uh, following um, MLS during probably its most uh, difficult year. 2010 was when they contracted, or right after they contracted, right? Uh, a few years afterwards, yeah. 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 And, you know, sort of 2010 was always like, you know, it's. It, I remember sort of 2013, 2014 is where the league started to sort of pick up momentum again, you know, and everything started to look a little better. Uh, but one of the things that has lasted from MLS 1.0, the only thing that has lasted up until this point is RFK. Yeah, and local <laughs> yeah and it's <laughs> i know one is excited about rfk but it's going away this is its last year right it is uh it's it's bittersweet for a lot of us i think um you know I, i'm still not even convinced that the, the new stadium <laughs> i mean it, I, I saw a photograph of of like you know some construction the other day at audi field uh which is the you know the new home and there were some stands going up and i was just like hologram it's a hologram <laughs> yeah you know, like, tupac's gonna come um, out yeah, any moment yeah. yeah yeah but it is it is bittersweet because a lot of us i didn't have, know you were a, sta- I, a stadium truther <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah exactly. what about stand seven man <laughs> right it's hard to hard to see the the field through all the chemtrails yeah yeah but, the stadium uh, is an inside job <laughs> right right um it is uh it is bittersweet just because uh a lot of us have uh an attachment to RFK the same way you're attached to sort of a beat up old car, you know? Um, and it's, it is, uh, it is a, a, a truly underappreciated place in American soccer. I mean, there's, there's more soccer history at RFK than any other stadium. Um, you know, people talk about crew stadium a lot, or, you know, I guess StubHub center to the, the U S has played more at RFK anywhere else. And, and, you know, you go further back to, the old NASL and the ASL and, you know, Pelé, I think, made his uh, American debut at RFK, uh, you know, when he still played for Santos or Brazil. I mean, it's just it just goes on and on and on. I mean, you, you sort of uh, you sort of appreciate that. And it's sort of the last of these cookie cutter stadiums from the 50s and 60s that are so scorned um, and, and, 
you know, people talk so much smack about him, but there's something strangely beautiful about RFK. It's sort of a sloping roof line that has a, it's, it's kind of like the more, the older it's gotten, the more, and I mean, I guess you're talking to somebody who does a lot of photography of abandoned places. So I have an affection for kind of places that look aged and sort of rustic. Um, I don't know. I'm going to miss it, man. I, I am. Even though I've seen uh, unspeakable things there. <laughs> you know, just, uh, Isn't there a tree of growing out of it? No, you know what it is? I'll give you the full breakdown here of like wildlife at RFK. <laughs> yeah, There's no, raccoon is the most famous thing, right? Yeah, but that's like, I mean, come on, man. That's, that's child's play. <laughs> I've I've seen I've seen animals that don't even belong in, the, in that you know like in that ecosystem like, okay, yeah. exactly completely. So the, the trees, what happens is uh, birds will fly over the stadium and they drop seed and they land in the upper deck, right? And the seeds land in the upper deck, and the upper deck gets used maybe once a year. You know, whenever Honduras or El Salvador plays there, they sort of fill the upper deck and like weeds and trees will grow in the upper deck. This is not a joke. You know, like they um, let people sit there. Occasionally, you know, I, I went to a Honduras El Salvador friendly (laughs) there once. And I went with uh, my friend Seth and we sat in the upper deck and it was like, I had to sit in four or five different seats before I found one that wasn't just completely shattered apart. You know, um, the, the strangest animals I've seen, I mean, all kinds of, there's a, there's a, basically a colony of feral cats that live under the far sideline. Not a joke. There's like <laughs> like eight or nine stray cats that live there. Um, one of them, uh, this is a rarely known RFK fact, got its head caught in the netting of like a practice goal. And they did rescue it, and it was adopted. I think the person named it like RFK or something like that, you know. Um, the, weirdest, the weirdest animal I've ever found in RFK is, a, is a, there was a rash of fish there like just dead fish in the stands and, <laughs> i mean that's what i'm saying like and this is a ton of situation it's, where it's a like scary a, movie it's a stadium just walking around i looked down at my feet and i'm like what the you know what <laughs> yeah so so basically there's migratory seabirds that like they fish in the anacostia and then they will just fly over the stadium and be like whoops and drop the fish so then it just ends up in the stands you know like but <laughs> It's, you know, it just all sort of like too perfect, you know. And then, you know, I, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago we had this torrential rains that ended, ended, you know, to a game being postponed actually. And it was just like there's no drainage in the stadium. So, you know, the baseball players, everyone basically looked like some sort of whitewater rafting course, like all the concourses, all the – just insane, you know. I caught, you know, here's the thing. And why we asked is there's a possibility that we can go for the final match in October. Do you think it's, oh, you, and, yeah, you gotta go. neither of us have ever been. Do you think we need to go? You got to go. And I mean, it's, it's as much because it's a, I, I mean, you're not going to enjoy yourself as far as, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like, uh, it's, it's, it's more because you can sit and you can sit in the stands and watch a game and think to yourself, you know, Johan Cruyff played here or like, yeah. uh, you know, get think about important qualifiers. The U S play there. There, there's so much soccer history and it's, and it's something that's frequently said. People are people say that about places. They're like, there's so much history here, and but there is actual value in that. You know, it's not just something that should be said. It's like to me, uh, RFK genuinely should be on the list of, of like American soccer pilgrimages. You know, like it would be like 
RFK, and then it would be like that water fountain that Landon Donovan took that photograph at. Right, the uh, real sexy you know, water. <laughs> exactly. Right. Maybe just every location in that sexy photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah. The field at Bethlehem Steel, there's like a lot of sort of, but, but RFK is, you know, I mean, I it, it, it'll be around probably for three or four more years after uh, United stops using it, but, you know, if if this is if this is possibly going to be your only chance to come see a game at RFK, I would absolutely do it. You know? Yeah, it's it sounds like a place where you can like bring your bring your children and be like, hey, this this if is... you want one of them to go missing, <laughs> yeah, right. if you want your if you want your child to get crushed by a piece of falling concrete, yeah, you know, bring your children. But yeah, it, it could just be like one of those. Uh, you know, this is where I saw a raccoon defeat a cobra. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right here, yeah. kid. <laughs> In you fact, you're a, sitting next to its carcass. A land, a land roving fish. This is where we go to see it. You know, like, this, uh, uh, yeah, this, uh, this, this fish was wearing a, a Washington Redskins cap. I yeah, swear. Yeah. <laughs> I've never twenty years. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard someone talk about a stadium and have to explain so much about birds dropping things <laughs> as to why that yeah, there's yeah, a new topography. I mean, you know. <laughs> To write uh, to write the history of wildlife RFK, I mean, you'd have to. It would be reams and reams of paper. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, I I like uh, when you and and knowing now, uh, you know, how long you've been co- covering MLS. I one thing I really like about, especially the things that you tweet, is that you do tend to uh, tweet about uh, past moments, uh, just like you just like uh, you know, so little like throwback Thursday kind of things. And I remember one of the things you tweeted was about um, uh, you. Were, you were arguing with somebody about promotion relegation, which I also enjoy when you argue with people because it's, it's very, it's very entertaining. Uh, but you uh, were uh, talking about um, somebody making the claim like that. These games, uh, these games were, without promotion relegation, the latter games in the season don't really matter. And that you had mm. br- brought this up with, I think Dwayne De Rosario, is that, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, that you were talking to him about it and he got very upset with you when you said, hey, w- uh, you know, how do you feel about these games given that they don't really matter? Yeah, he. Uh, you have moments like that, I think, as a journalist sometimes where you get on cruise control and sort of don't necessarily think that much about the questions you're asking. And in, in 2013, towards the end of 2013, I mean, I was like borderline suicidal at this point. I mean, just like, <laughs> you know, it was I can't it can't be understated or overstated how miserable of an experience that whole year was. You know, uh, it was just like. Everybody in the stadium was, the fans were miserable, the players were miserable, you know, it was like the walls were miserable. <laughs> so, you know, I guess just was there probably just doing uh, some random hit for MLS or something. The cats and, were miserable. You know. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the cats were crying. <laughs> um, uh, so anyways, I, I did, I asked him, I said, you know, it's got to be hard to stay up for these games later in the year that don't really mean anything. And he just looked at me and he said, to you, it don't mean anything. And then I was like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I'm sorry. I probably phrased that question sort of poorly. <laughs> he just said, yeah, you did. And he left. <laughs> and, you know, I, sort of, I, I do respect that, though. I do respect that because you remember that it's like this is something people forget about pro athletes. And it's actually something people say about older guys who come to MLS a lot. They're like, they're just coming here to, to uh, retire and not, you know, really try. And it's like what they don't understand is like, they got to a certain point in their careers by being by, by basically being incapable of not caring about any game they play in, you know? So right. it, it's, it's not like in, uh, I don't know, a WV or, you know, even like somebody like Steven Gerrard, it's not really in their DNA to 
just be like, well, I'm here now, so I don't care. Right. Their cars don't come with cruise control. Yeah, they're, yeah, competi- exactly, they're competitors. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Pirlo maybe. Pirlo is just like... <laughs> Buddy, he's been Pirlo cruise control for a long time, though. We <laughs> knew God, what we man. were getting. He is, he is somebody who I idolized. You know, I, he's one of my all-time favorite players, but it is undeniable that the guy just does not give whatever you want to say about... I mean, it's 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 painful to watch him on the field. Thankfully, you don't really have to watch him on the field anymore because he never plays anymore. But you Right. Know. And you yeah. can curse on this podcast. Please feel free. <laughs> yeah, I never know. You know. No, please, God. I mean, we said we were two yeah. comedians. You think we take any of this seriously? <laughs> the question you asked Dwayne here is, are you can ask us? We won't get upset. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I work. I work as a mechanic for a living. So basically, you know, you work in a shop, and it's a, a warped reality where there's no censor. Nobody gets offended at anything. So oh yeah, we know it. Sometimes, sometimes it's difficult to to you know. Not use obscenities, I guess. <laughs> my wife, my wife has to tell me multiple times, "You're not amongst comedians. These are my <laughs> yeah, friends." Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm like, "What do you, what do you broads want to do later? I'm just messing with you." <laughs> you know, right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't talk that way. This one's yeah. a nurse. You know, she doesn't talk this way. You know, <laughs> these uh, people are real human beings. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> heroes. Stop talking to them like they're idiots. Uh, yeah. What's What's next for you? I know you're a mechanic. Did you ever try to uh, just work in in soccer? Is that something that you? thought about i did it for like a year i uh I, I didn't do it entirely but i scaled back my work at the shop and basically mostly wrote and shot photos and at the end of the year just sort of decided that um i didn't want to take the pay cut and it wasn't worth it i think uh you actually see a lot of journalists soccer journalists kind of getting out of the game i think will parchman who's a guy yeah. who I like reading a lot he wrote something really good uh, a couple of weeks ago that i think a lot of us uh, you know, he decided to stop basically writing almost entirely and and wrote uh, a medium piece on why he did it. And he decided to quit uh, writing by writing a very long piece, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We I all mean, we read me, it. It was very powerful. Exactly, and and to me, it just came down to you know you don't get paid shit basically, and you know, sort of. Uh, I think this goes for writing and shooting photos in general, although all exempts. Uh, for example, DCS and Gotham is the two outlets I write for the most. They're they're great to work with, and they pay very quickly. That's not the case in general. Most outlets, you know, it's like they want something on deadline, and then you invoice for it, and you get paid three months later. And that's just not something that, you know, I, I really felt like dealing with anymore. You know, it was just sort of uh, – it's especially uh, irritating when, like I said, you're you're filing a gamer at the whistle. You know, you're you're being that prompt, and then people don't have the courtesy to pay you on time. That that more than anything for me was I was just like I don't want to deal with this, you know. And then there is just, uh, especially with MLS and the you know clubs and stuff, there's just politics that you deal with and uh, people's feelings and whatnot. And and I just honestly I just got tired of it, you know. Um, so I so I still write, I'll write here and there, you know. Um, I, I do photo stuff still, but as far as being a full-time soccer journalist, man, I'll leave that to, I'll leave that to the pros. You know? Yeah, and that it, it raises that question of like, um, why are we doing this? Was that because I was thinking that while he was talking. Partially, I do think about that, even <laughs> yeah. from from our perspective. I mean, because comedians don't get paid shit, and neither do podcasters, <laughs> neither do people with YouTube channels, and we're doing all three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, you know, there's there is something to be said, obviously, for doing something just because you love doing it. Uh, you know, and if that's like, um. If that's if it's worthwhile to do that for you or anybody else, um, you know, I know a lot of guys, for example, who write for fan blogs like for SB Nation, they don't get paid and they don't really care. 
and that's totally fine. It's just not how I operate. I mean, you know, I, uh, I guess I got to the point again where I, I just didn't, you know, the, 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 uh, cost out, you know, outweighed the gain as far as, you know, writing and shooting photos and stuff like that as far as soccer goes. Yeah, that does make sense. You know what? I, I also was just like not enjoying soccer anymore, which I hated. You know, I was just, I just went to, uh, the New York Derby. I went to on Friday and I shot the first half of it, uh, for a blog. And then the second half, I just went up into the stands and sat with my brother who lives up there, and I just thought to myself, man, it's so nice just to watch a soccer game and actually sort of uh, not resent <laughs> the soccer game. <laughs> yeah. So, not focus on the agents on the sideline that you hate and shit. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly. It is yeah. interesting, cause it, and the similarity to comedy, because even we know a lot of uh, comedians, you know, they've been doing it 10, 15 years, and they are difficult to be around they they like it's weird when you start hating the thing that you you know that you initially loved uh of course and and yeah and and just from uh just like we've been doing this two years uh and in 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 any kind of professional capacity but we're actually trying to like we're watching games we're covering things we want we trying to develop uh, an opinion and then also uh, a humorous one and there is that um I, and I'm speaking for myself. I don't know about how Alexis feels. I'll let you know. <laughs> but I, there is that thing of like, oh, am I going to get bored with this or am I going to get frustrated with this and, and and this industry? Because that's and that's almost any kind of, uh, you know, if you're writing, if you're in any kind of entertainment aspect of any field, there is the, that that uh, frustration that that could that that's almost always looming. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. Um, you are um, so not necessarily a fan of DC. I mean, do you see, but it's something that you cover most. Do you see next year being any different? Do you think the coach is sticking around? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, uh, Ben is not going anywhere. Um, and in a way, I understand why. I mean, I think he, he's never been given a ton of tools to work with. And I think that he has. Um, you know, squeezed a lot of juice out of a, a very small piece of fruit. You know, so it, it, it is there's something to be said for the fact that this year is horrible. But I mean, for the you know the lion's share of the seasons he's been at DC, he's made the playoffs, which tends to be like the metric for success. Uh, you know, league wide. Um, next year, I certainly see being better. I mean, I think this year um, it, it's good that they made so many moves mid year this year because basically they have the next several months to sort of throw away and experiment, uh, you know, and sort of build chemistry. Um, you know, next year between the pieces that they've added and the fact that they're going to be playing in a, a brand new facility, probably in front of capacity crowds. Um, I do expect bigger things from them. I mean, it's, it's a long-term project though. So I don't, you know, it's, it'd be tough to, to sort of predict how they'll do, but I mean, I, I would be, I'd be pretty shocked if they didn't make the playoffs next year, you know, um, that's just my opinion. I, if they didn't make the playoffs, uh, okay. Yeah. I'd be shocked if they did. Right. Yeah. yeah. The opposite. <laughs> just based on the way they're playing this year. I think we don't be shocked. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, but they've, they've, they've over, you know, and I, they're going to make more moves in the off season as well. You know, I think it, the, the club has always said, it's like they didn't have any income stream at all at RFK I and mean, the club's just hemorrhaging money, you know? So I don't think the owners now that obviously they have, uh, they will, I'm assuming turn turn a profit in a new facility. I think they're they're more inclined to spend money on players, more inclined to make it you know make those sort of uh, investments. And and you know 
don't forget, I mean, MLS is a league where, you know, we talk about 2013 where DC literally set the record for the worst team ever. And they, you know, damn near won the league in 2014, you know? So it's, it's, it's a league where turnarounds like that are not unheard of, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's, uh, uh, overly, uh, you know, optimistic to expect them to make the playoffs next year. Just, uh, but that's just my uneducated opinion again. So, you know, I mean, none of us know what we're talking about. (laughs) I know I don't, which is why we ask as opposed to tell, Uh, unless you listen to the other segments, (laughs) Uh, where, where can people follow you? Uh, they can follow me uh, on Twitter, I guess, at MLSist, M-L-S-I-S-T. And it's, it's an incredibly stupid Twitter handle, but we've already been over this. I'm, I'm, too, de- I'm too deep in this game to change it now. You know, so, Keep it, man. Take it's it. perfect. Yeah. And what you mentioned yeah. your photography. Where can people see that? Uh, Gothamist, DCist, uh, just my Twitter forever. I don't know. Just just keep an eye out. You know, you'll, you'll find it eventually. <laughs> De- definitely, yeah. A very uh, positive way to look at it. <laughs> no, I love. I love. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not good at promoting myself, man. I'm sorry. No, no that's fine. <laughs> Let us do it for you. You probably find me at the bar too. It might be <laughs> yeah. easier to do that. No, uh, I I appreciate your your candor and you're just you're you're just a real dude. And 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 uh, what I appreciate is like like a, a lot of our comedian. friends, friends you have the, the 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 same ability to be self-deprecating and hate yourself uh just like we do <laughs> right exactly um, master master yeah. level cut from the same cloth yeah. Yeah. self-hatred yeah. plus 10 whatever you want to say yeah. Yeah. so if we decide to come down in dc we'd love to uh meet up maybe we'll do a video or something have you on maybe you could, yeah, maybe sure. you could take a look at my uh 2010 jeep liberty and figure out why it only gets 12 miles per gallon <laughs> jesus christ oh my god it's the worst it gets nine in the city nine <laughs> It's always I can't have a conversation with anybody without this happening. <laughs> I, 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 literally, if I if my phone rings and it's a a phone number, it's like a person I haven't talked to in like three years, right? Uh, maybe I used to be friends with them. I will sometimes answer the phone by just saying, "What's wrong with your car?" Because it's it's just like it's so predictable. You know, yeah. I'm not going to work on your fucking car. No, no I don't. Have, just tell me what's wrong with it. You don't have to look at it. Is it just the fact that it's what's a Jeep? wrong with it? I don't even have to. It's a Jeep. Literally. Yeah. I mean, we got a good deal on it. Complete, you know. We got a good deal on it. I hope they're paying you. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny? I said the same thing after a week of driving. I'm like, they should be paying us. This is like having our car note. This thing. Yeah, we got the dealers. Be like, oh, three seventy nine a month. You're like, oh, that's weird. That's uh, are you going to put that in my bank account or? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, nine miles per gallon. It's the worst. It's, well, anyway, we'll come down. We'll hang out. Maybe you could show us around RFK, and we won't talk yeah. about cars whatsoever. It's interesting because my my father's uh, a mechanic as well. And oh, yeah? uh, but, also won't answer my calls. <laughs> but when I don't, I don't. We don't really have the best relationship. So, uh, but whenever I do call him, it's that exact thing. It's like it's always something car related. Yeah, that, that is that is literally the only thing that bonds us. It has nothing to do with, got, with blood. This got this got really dark. <laughs> yeah, it's something. My dad's a mechanic and he hates me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> buddy, this side doesn't get any better. I don't have a dad. So listen, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? You want the ship to go down? We'll go down. This is, yeah. Yeah, get off the phone. Yeah, listen, it was an absolute blast uh, talking to you uh, guys. Make sure you check out at MLS IST uh, for everything Pablo's got to say, and uh, check out I me. Mean, we'll be, we retweet him all the yeah, time. Yeah, anyway, Pablo's so. great. So yeah, keep just keep in touch with him. He's a hilarious dude, and uh, and he and he has a lot of wealth of information to offer when it comes yeah. to MLS. Uh, sincerely, it's great. Yeah, and uh, so thanks for being on, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. I'll uh, take it easy. All right, we'll be right back after this, guys. 
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Quick break. We want to tell you guys, especially if you live in Atlanta, about a special event we got going down in Atlanta on September 28th. It's going to be amazing. We are getting the chance to open up a comedy festival with a live podcast. Oh man, I mean, I'm super excited about this. Yeah, me too, Alexis. Oh wow, I can hear it in your voice. Uh, well, this is no. a huge honor for at least one of us. And uh, one of the coolest things is it's not just going to be us. We're going to have real special guests. We're going to have people that you may be cheering for every weekend. And yeah. we don't know. We're not We're not ready to tell you who. A lot of surprises. Yeah, but there's going to be awesome. And there's going to be a lot of stuff to do. And it's going to be an absolute honor for us to be a part of this. It it's is a, It is a soccer comedy podcast at a comedy festival. There's never been done. Never been done. Literally never been done. So come to the first event uh, uh, of its kind at, a, at, a, at the Red Clay Comedy Festival. Uh, and it's going to be insane. So September 28th, uh, all the details will be available very, very shortly. Just make sure you get on our email list. Go to SoccerCoolAgains.com and get on our email list. You'll see an option uh, right at the bottom or it should pop up right at your screen. Uh, put your email in there and you will be the first to know how you can get tickets to the Cooligans in Atlanta live podcast. And we're letting you know now the seating is very limited. So be a part of that email so you can make sure you get in and be a part of the first of its kind. We're actually opening a comedy festival with a soccer, a comedic soccer <laughs> podcast. Can this work? We're about to find out Atlanta. Put yourself on that email list and be there. Yeah, baby. That was fun. Oh, come on. What a great interview. Pablo's awesome. He's just one of those dudes that just like has a great personality, you know, and we, we talk about this all the time. Like, oh, you know, the comedians are the funniest. There's people that are funny that, you know, have, haven't dedicated their lives to making no money and pissing off their family members. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, I envy those people. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. But I'm happy they're there. I'm happy that there's been someone who's, you know, uh, there to sort of uh, lighten the mood a bit when it comes to uh, D.C. United soccer yeah. and MLS in general, you know. So, uh, yeah, we're happy to. Uh, yeah. Finally, have him on the uh, show. But there, you, there, there is a, um, uh, and the reason I, I, I like following Pablo is because uh, there is a sense of, especially the league is so young that yeah. that there are people who the people who've been covering the league eight years are like very quickly become these historians. Yeah, they're OGs. They're OGs. They've been around for so long that they're like, <laughs> let me tell you what it was like. <laughs> Back in my day, it's four like, years ago. It's like, uh, Grandpa, you're not even that old. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> also, I'm not your grandson. Why do you make me call you Grandpa? <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, the thing is, is like now uh, the league is sort of bringing in many more fans. Uh, you know, we're, we're a symptom of that, you know, sure. uh, new market, new team, new fans. We decided to start, you know, uh, a podcast and, and a YouTube channel and, and the whole nine. Uh, you know, we're bringing in more people. So we look to guys like Pablo to be like, hey, you've been here. Tell us what it was like back in the day, yeah, show old us, man. Sh- show us the ropes. Yeah. You know? What was it like back in your day? <laughs> He's like, they had to walk to D.C. United uphill both ways <laughs> with no shoes on. Wow. They had, God. Just no no cleats. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, a lot of these things were available. Could you imagine, you know, like when we, when the internet started becoming really popular, I'm going to be like, man, my kids are going to, I've never had kids, but uh, <laughs> it might, I'm like, oh, my kids are going to think I'm so weird that I was born before the internet. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, we're going to try to explain to people in like three or four years that are part of like whatever new, you know, FC Cincinnati and be like, no, no, no. They were cats living <laughs> in a stadium. Sure. Birds drop seeds and created <laughs> wildlife. Just you what, know? what a strange delivery system of seeds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how 
that's how it happens. But birds, really? okay, it's just you know, it's just what what an what an odd. It also, I think they're I think they're just blaming birds for everything out. Nah, we're gonna DC. we're gonna hear that like uh, you know, it, it, it sounds like the beginning of Jurassic Park and like how they found the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, it was a bird just and it got trapped in amber and then, and now we have we have it is it's the jungle of RFK. Yeah, State. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so exactly much wildlife. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was great. Yeah, make sure you follow Pablo at MLS MLS ist. Uh, it's great. We'll we'll not let you down. Very very funny and uh, and incredibly important. hilarious. So yeah, and we're thinking of uh, possibly going down to RFK for that final game. That is true. We're we're talking about it. That's right. We might do it. We're gonna wear we're gonna wear a beekeeper suit just in case. Just in case. <laughs> you never know. I will bring binoculars so we could bird watch. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, Actually, you know, I'm allergic to cats. Am I allowed in that stadium? Oh, that's yeah. It's, it's a, their home. That's a, yeah. You're. <laughs> they make the rules. I mean, it's their home. <laughs> I gotta respect their home. Yeah, they have uh, literally the like the the DC United supporters group policy is like, well, you can bring in the banners. Just make sure you're nice to the cats. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, you know, what do you, you have mice, you get cats, right? The cats become a problem, you got to get dogs. The dogs become a problem, I don't know what you do. You know what I mean? That's kind of what's happening at DC You got, you got Michael Vick. That's what you that's Michael all Vick. Michael Vick will come and take care of it for you. <laughs> Obviously, we do not condone that. But He's like, look, no, we'll get rid of the dogs, but we're going to make them fight first. <laughs> that one's McGregor. That one's Mayweather. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the fight? Speaking of, uh, I, I for a while I thought maybe it was uh, called a little early, but I was reading up on. Uh, I think you just you just like seeing a, a white man be bludgeoned. Is that what I mean, you know, from the moment I was born, uh, we're not supposed no, to talk about porn on this web on this podcast. It was a good fight. I thought it was. It was. You know what? He, he, you know, look it, it, for what it was. It was clearly what everyone thought it was going to be. I thought it was a little like you know. It was a little sort of pumped up. Look, McGregor tried. He gassed himself. And at the same time, I thought he was just exhausted. Turns out that a lot of what he was exhibiting was signs of uh, like brain trauma. You know, like the uh, the dizziness, the stuff like that. That wasn't necessarily how someone acts when they're gassed. That's the beginning of, I forget the name of it. There's like a very specific type of brain trauma that comes from uh, the brain, the back of the brain smacking against the, the, the back of the skull. And he was showing that, which is why the match was called. So I was like, you got to let the guy bleed a little. You know, I was, I want to see blood. Yeah. I want to see. Your... <laughs> I'm like, he didn't even hit the ground. You got to fall. You got to get the paddles out before yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> before the ref calls it. Send in the, the dogs. You know, I was just ready for, for blood. You know, it's a, it's it's a soccer match. I mean, I'm sorry. It's a it's a boxing match. <laughs> oh, no, the, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're, it's a soccer match in Argentina. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Yellow Van Dam is involved. Uh, you know, it, for me, it was like, look, you got the, the guy's got to fall. The guy's got to get dropped. He's an MMA fighter. He uh, takes bigger he was, abuse. He was taking a, a beating. Turns out he was taking a much bigger, <laughs> much bigger abuse. But look, uh, you know, Mayweather is now has to be considered the most successful fighter of all time. If if you don't consider him the greatest, he certainly is the most successful. Fifty and zero. And then just money after just boatloads of money. Look, they both took pictures on private airplanes with a with a with a gang of cash in front of them. So good for both of them. Yeah, they're both uh, you know rappers from the south. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, shouts to uh, you know Mayweather. He was looking out the window in his photo. Okay, which I just found out is called a planted. Did you know that? A planned, candid photo. Oh. It's taken the internet by storm. Maybe we should do some planned. Okay. Uh, put that on our Instagram. <laughs> Just uh, uh, casually st- st- staring at the at the box seats from our supporter <laughs> section in Yankee as Stadium. $3 are in front of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, uh, they both took pictures of uh, them flying away with lots of money. So... Good for both of them. I think we were all the suckers, you know. Sure. I mean, what, I had a great time. I had a great time. It, it was entertaining. That I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say that much. What did your girl think? She's generally uh, 
What? Not a not a big boxing fan, right? Uh, My wife was like, I wasn't paying attention. I'm no, like, no, I would not say that. I think she kind of grew up uh, Russian. She, uh, you know, oh, that's her, right. her yeah. family Child soldier. Yeah. She's used to watching violence. She, she, yeah, she was fighting her father <laughs> at, at three months old. Right. That's how, <laughs> this is how you get dinner in the Russian family. You must fight father. No, so she had, I, I, I think with uh, a, a lot of times when, uh, you know, you know the, the, the trope is women don't like sports or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I think for a lot of women that may not be into a particular sport, they usually always have fond memories of someone who did like the sport, and that and then that like can, someone in their family or yeah, something. So yeah. So her grandfather was a you know big boxing guy. He was one of the the guys who would punch at the screen to, to you know to try to support the Russian guy. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was just Mike Tyson's punch out from that. Right. Like he only point. watches Rocky Four till about three quarters <laughs> of the film. <laughs> so uh, so it, I think it brings back fond memories when she sees two men fighting each other. That's okay. <laughs> what an odd way to end that sentence. Yeah, my wife was like just a big fan of Conor McGregor's wife. Oh, so yeah. So it D- all became about D. Devlin. D. Devlin. Yeah. yeah. And, and I guess, yeah, she's like good on social media or something. Yeah, you know, just, uh, you know, I guess the wife of, uh, of an entertainer, you know, to her, she has a bond with. Especially because she's very like, don't you dare talk about my man, which, you know, my wife is very much like that. But also she's her own personality. She's her own character. She's not Conor McGregor's wife. She's D. Devlin. You yeah, know what I mean? Very- she showed up wearing leopard print, which, you know, my wife's from Jersey originally. That's yeah. immediately in her heart. That's, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's the, it. You won her over. That's the flag of New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> leopard print. It's just leopard print with like one little like STD at the bottom. <laughs> I, I, that's obviously, the flag of New Jersey. I've, and there's also a cigarette burn. Oh, it, so for sure. Yeah. You can't forget that. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the moniker. <laughs> and the font is the same as Camaro, you know. <laughs> uh, but in uh, in other sports where people in were putting, putting hands to their to people's faces, uh, <laughs> we should uh, let's go. It was rivalry week. Uh, rivalry week uh, in MLS, and we always uh, Heineken rivalry week. We get very excited over this. Oh, buddy, uh, <laughs> two Heinekens—you can't say rivalry week. <laughs> rivalry week. Yeah, we, we had tweeted out that it is—it is a difficult thing. To, it's not a tongue twister; it's like a tongue number. It's, it's like a very difficult rivalry week. <laughs> rivalry. It's it's that it's that yeah. in between the two words. It, rivalry. Week. Yeah, we have to take a a pregnant pause <laughs> before <Yeah. laughs> between each words. Uh, but uh, yes, speaking of hands to the face, we got to talk about uh, the <laughs> Seattle and Portland uh, <laughs> with the hot potato goal that uh, <laughs> that Christian Roldan Torres wanted that goal so he, bad. Oh my god, he threw. He couldn't get any other body part. He onto was it. everything. He threw everything at it. Yeah. he was. Uh, <laughs> Flinging, I, I, if he could have removed, uh, you know, a leg from his body to swing at it, he would have. He would have done that. That's how. That's, I mean, how, that's how urgent this he was. Threw, he threw his backpack at that. Thing. <laughs> he threw a hat. You know, I mean, get in there. Come on. He was trying so hard to get a goal. There were too many bodies in front of him. I mean, it was one of those things where like. The camera had to zoom all the way in just to see what's happening because it just looked like a bunch of like Sims bumping into each other. Sure, yeah, lemmings. Just yeah, like, just <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous bouncing around. And then all you saw was Christian Roldan celebrating. You're like, all right, well, the ball must have gone in. <laughs> yeah, in those moments, it is. 
surprising that there's not a handball, right? They're, those are those yeah. moments. It's like somebody, your instinct is just like, oh, I just got to grab it and throw it in there. Because I mean, this is really, yeah. this is getting crazy. It's too much. <laughs> the fans don't want to see this. I don't want to be a part <laughs> of it. Somebody's going to get her here. Yeah. The, uh, ref, look, just, you you understand yeah. me. I, somebody had to pick this ball up and just place it in the goal. I'm surprised he didn't pick it up, just bury his head down and just barrel into the, <laughs> just like a, like a Marshawn Lynch. Lynch. Yeah, just, but, but yeah, barrel everybody, <laughs> barrel through. Uh, it was uh yeah a wild goal came from a corner and uh and look it's good uh it's 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 slightly surprising that it was uh Christian Roldan that ended up with uh, the opportunity I didn't right? even see him in there <laughs> that's the funniest thing it's just a bunch of white jerseys giant yeah. Chad Marshall giant yeah. Torres it's, Torres and Chad Marshall you can there's see there's it's giant foreheads yes. and there's just a bunch of <laughs> short Latinos running around those two tall men and one of them happens to score it yeah. was absolutely insane uh it, it was one of those where like you celebrate not because you did something very special, but because like, oh my god, it actually it went in. <laughs> Crazy, huh? That's uh, wild. Uh, it, it it almost. Uh, I don't know if he got. Did he get the call up before that goal to 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 the World Cup qualifier? I want to believe no. I, I want to believe that it was because of imagine, that. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Bruce was just like, you're a scrappy kid. Yeah, all right, get in there, kid. <laughs> so um, th- this game did end up one-one, uh, and uh, I, uh, Portland got got a penalty. Yeah. That that uh, uh, Valeri Valeri ended up uh, uh, putting away, um, but this uh, th- the penalty itself. Uh, I don't think there, there wasn't too much question about it. This was the with Darren Maddox running in and Torres. I think Mar- you know, this Marshall. Is, this is the Fry. end of Maddox career in MLS. I think is this year just drawing penalties. Uh, yeah, no, I just I think it's the end of his career. After oh this yeah, year you, in don't MLS. you don't think he's playing too well? Hey, look, how did he he let that ball bounce? Oh, okay. It clearly was a penalty, but if you didn't see it, there was a beautiful pass. I believe it was from Valeri. I think so, too. Yeah, Valeri. No, it was. Valeri sent a beautiful long ball right into the 18-yard box. Maddox got two defenders and the goalkeeper coming at him. And Maddox lets it bounce as opposed to trapping it. And just David Villa would have stopped. And both of those defenders, would have their momentum would have carried them forward. Oh, sure. And he would have had an open... Open sight at the at the I mean, goal. But, I mean, we can't compare every player to David Villa. That's no, like that's a- actually what this podcast is about. <laughs> so, uh, Chad Marshall, you're next. Uh, <laughs> no, you like really need to get your. <laughs> Footwork. I mean, going. I mean, it's almost like you didn't even focus on this at all. I mean, you could, at the very least, you could shrink about a foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roman, get a haircut because you're coming up next. Uh, but I look at that and I'm like, this guy's just mostly pace. He just doesn't have those additional skill sets. I might be wrong. I mean, look, maybe he's playing with not a lot of confidence right now. But I have a feeling he's going to be like you know on the Tampa Bay Rowdies. I think the Darren. Matt, that's not. Fernando Adi belongs in that position. Dan Maddox is a much better winger than a center forward. Uh, True. Also true. They don't have anyone else to replace Adi, uh, which is their issue, which which they, you know, should sort out. But I think uh, Portland, especially in in these derbies, uh, any Cascadia match, they they, uh, playing at at CenturyLink, they're going to, play a bit more defensive yeah. than you know than than if they were playing uh you know in, in Providence Park. Uh but overall uh, a good game. I thought it was pretty entertaining. I, I they probably should have been more goals. Uh Seattle uh, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, of it, like, was one, one. it was one-one. I mean, one, it was one. the fact that it ended in a draw is kind of a shame. Yeah, but uh, this guy, uh, uh, Jeff Antonello or Antonello, I forgot his uh, the, the, the keeper, goal, the keeper, yeah, the who, keeper. who uh, uh, replaced um, the other guy. 
<laughs> Jeff Atanado, yeah. who uh, uh, Jake Gleason, Gleason, yeah. yeah, which we call him the other guy, the other guy. <laughs> Everybody knows who we're talking about. He's, uh, he's been uh, look, and some people are, are already suggesting that Atanella, uh, what is his name? Uh, Atanella, Atanella. I, I keep thinking Atinella. ant, like ant. Yeah, Antonella. Antonella. So some people are suggesting that he uh, uh, could probably have earned the earned the spot over over Gleason. He's been playing pretty well. He has been playing well. Yeah, and I don't think he, um, you know, it's not his uh, sort of job to uh, you know be able to stop seven men uh, from playing. Uh, you know, hot potato in front of his goal. So sure. yeah, yeah, that, that one, no. that one goal can't really count against them. Uh, yeah, but he he's had. The, I think the last game, uh, I forgot who they played against. I think it, may, it might have been Vancouver. Uh, no, the Seattle played Vancouver, but I forgot. That, but but uh, Portland has been, you know, especially with losing Gleason, he has, I think, a, a hamstring injury. Yeah, uh, he stepped in and been like, I mean, you haven't really noticed any, you know, a huge drop off. No, in, not in, at all. And you know, in quality, uh, you know, between the posts. But, uh, yeah, he's looking good. He is looking good. Um, I really like uh, when, you know, the backup keeper comes in and does a good job. Uh, as an NYCFC fan, uh, we don't have that option. <laughs> That's not even... Uh, one guy, and I mean, please, you better play well. Right. Don't get injured. Don't... No, wrap him in bubble wrap. <laughs> don't, don't, don't ride a Segway. Don't ride one of them hoverboards. Nope. We don't need any of that stuff. None of that. Uh, I, I think a, a, a big question that was raised uh, in this game, uh, Atanel did play well, but uh, Jordan Morris had so many great chances, so many breakaways. He should, he should, I think he had, I think he had three yeah. one-on-ones. And, uh, all stopped by the keeper. All stopped. And, but also all shot directly at the keeper. Yeah, the, and and um, uh, I believe it was someone from Total MLS. I think they had tweeted this out. Uh, that he shows himself too early. Yeah. For, he, to, the, he, to like the motion to kick. Yeah. To, to, yeah, to kick, uh, like a, to take a shot. Yeah, he, he like reveals exactly where he's going to go. Yeah. Uh, way too soon before the shot is taken. And after I saw that. That's uh, all I could focus on after that. That's tweet. All yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's all I could think about. And then I started looking at other players, and I'm like, "Oh, do other people? The other players like show?" Uh, Javinko shows you ten minutes after he scored. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. You have no idea what that was because go. I look back at the highlights just to see other people. I did the exact same thing you did. Yeah. And someone like Javinko, even David Villa, David Villa, you see him open up his hips, but you never know which way he's going. Yeah. I think it's also, and I think other people said this too. It's because Jordan Morris only has one foot. Yeah, there were a couple with his left that he. Yeah, yeah. He and by the way, he obviously has both of his feet. I mean, he can only <laughs> imagine. Can, what a brave young you know boy! To be. I didn't tell you this. I was hosting a show, and it was a guy from Jacked. This dude was Jack bald headed. He looked like uh, like a like a uh, Bob Bradley, like bald head. Okay, but like jacked, right? Not like massive cut, right? Uh, and Australian. I was like, oh, what are you in town for? What do you do? You know, vacation. He goes, I'm here to fight sharks. And I was like, oh, you're doing the whole Australian thing. And he's like, no, really, that's what I'm here for. And I was like, do we have a lot of sharks here? He goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, never going in the water again. Uh, but I'm like, you, why do you fight sharks? He's like, I got bit by one. I was like, what? What were you doing that you got bit by one? How about this? He was standing. He got, he, he got bitten by a, a a radioactive shark. A, is new, the, a New York shark? Yeah, Why no, is he, he here? got bit by a shark, and that's what he does for a living. Oh, now he just he's a shark, shark fighter. So, yeah, this none of this makes sense. But... Uh, I was standing behind him, right? Because he was where he was sitting was on the way to the stage from the green room. I was standing behind. He had a fake hand. 
Oh. He had he had the hand from Game of Thrones. It was Jamie Lannister. That's the dude's name. But it wasn't gold. It was black leather, which is super <laughs> G'd out. Like, yo, looking at a fake black leather hand, it was in the exact same position as the dude from Game of Thrones. Like, the exact yeah. same, like, kind of hand motion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I think, the fake, I think that's a fake hand. And one of the comics like, stop. And then we realized it didn't move. No matter what he moved, it didn't move the motor. We're like, oh, my God, it's fake. And it's black leather, which, like, yo, you did that on purpose. You got black leather. <laughs> well, if you lose an arm, you, you kind of want to look cool. You lose an arm. He just lost a hand. Yeah, just a hand. Which, that's the shark. The shark took his hand. The shark wasn't that hungry? Didn't want the whole arm? Not the whole arm. Because most people use, lose, like, you at the elbow, usually. So I'm, I become a shark fighter, too. Yo, you taking my hand, I'm taking out your whole family. <laughs> How crazy is that black leather fake hand? That's a, that's a, that's a style choice. <laughs> yeah, I don't That's know. Meant to I don't intimidate. know if it's crazy, but it's oh, like- it's wild. Black leather. <laughs> you don't go like give me the the skin tone one. Okay, black leather. It's like an '80s villain, man. He's like the Knight Rider. Come on, that's like 007 character, <laughs> like the early crony that dies, but still a character. Okay, well maybe Jordan Morris just wear, wear one black boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one black leather boot. <laughs> just no sponsor. Yeah. Just a, just a, look, put his foot in a satchel yeah. or a big baller brand. We get, we get Lavar Ball. To yeah, do that'd be nice. Uh, but yes, well, speaking of Jordan Morris's shooting motion, yeah, uh, and he uh, just to remind. Everybody, he does have both feet. He has all appendages, uh, as far as as every digit, (laughs) as far as we know. Um, But yeah, he does do this uh, particular move where he uh, he clearly goes on the uh, to the side of the ball. Yeah. So you know, and he, he does a uh, he does a couple little pitter patter steps to adjust his right. Uh, where, you know, adjust he takes his a free kick basically every time. Yeah. And yeah. And, uh, uh, and yeah, and the keeper just saw it all the way. Yeah. And it was just like yeah. Well, well it's one of those things you don't really pay attention to. Could Morris scores for, with yeah, especially last season he was doing just fine. But it, it might speak to why he's having such a slump this year. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like anything else in any sport. People have tells. His tell has been discovered. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, this is a big deal. You know, uh, competing uh, teams now know what he's going to do. This is something, you know, keepers know based on who's about to take a free kick or a penalty where, there might go, where they might go. You know yeah. what I mean? Except like, they've if, done that research. Except if they're going against Jovinko. No, they know he's going to go wherever the hell he wants. That's the thing. <laughs> they, like, they we kn- know that they already. They know he's going directly behind them. <laughs> like, that's it. It's done. Like, it's going to go in the net. He's, uh, he's practiced this. When it comes to Jordan Morris, people now know. People know exactly which way he's going to go. They know which way he's going to. Um, if he does this with his body, it's it's going to be the right foot. If he does this with his body, it's going to be his left foot, which that's never going to happen. He's always going to go right. Yeah. Jordan, just got to work on that weak foot, what son. Get, what are you going to do with your body, Jordan? Come on, Jordan. <laughs> you need to step your game up, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, and it's, and it's, a, it's a shame because he, he's so fast and he, and he has so, all these opportunities uh, that a lot of uh, – he gets more chances arguably than almost any other MLS player. Yeah. Uh, j- because of his pace. And you just can't – you know, he's not really doing much. Uh, What's going to happen when that pace fades away? Oh boy. Seattle fans talk to us. Yeah. What happens when that pace fades away? You know? I mean, he's it's going to be like a decade from now, so it's gonna, You don't, don't know that. They won't have to think about that. We <laughs> hope so. I mean, I you know, I want him to uh, you know, be a part of the men's national team uh, you know, uh make up for a long time. So, uh, uh you know, we hope. We hope that it uh, is a long time from now, but kid, you never know. The kid is going to be fine. Uh You don't know that? <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, mm. him and, and him he shows and, up with a black leather hand. <laughs> shark fighting? Come on, Jordan. Imagine he just finds himself after shark fighting. 
<laughs> he, he figures out his left foot. The problem was his right hand. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the signals. We're messing it, it all up. It was the source. It was the source of all of his power. Uh, the other, uh, let's talk about the Cali Classico. That happened as well. I didn't even watch the highlights for this. Why? LA Galaxy sucks. <laughs> uh, who cares? Honestly, do you care? Did you care at all? I I was, I'm, I'm like interested. No, as look much, at that hesitation. No, I'm, I care as much as like, let's see how quickly this ship sinks. No, I mean, look, Yellow Van Dam was the smartest person on that team. He pieced out. He was like, yo, was like, guys, yo, it's cool and everything. I'm having a good time. But like, <laughs> like yo, I gotta, I'm gonna have to break out of this party a little yo, early. Yo, beaches though, but. <laughs> I'm going Belgium, son. Like he got out. He was the smartest guy. Who cares? Season's over. Yeah. That is now the Charger Stadium. <laughs> you know, that is not that has nothing to do with LA Galaxy anymore. Yeah. Speaking of the Charger Stadium, you know Dan Fouts? That's uh, Faust. Dan Fouts. Yeah. No, Dan Fouts. Fouts? I don't know. It might be Fouts. <laughs> uh he said that uh it's embarrassing that the Chargers are playing there. Oh, that's, I believe you, you mean thank you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you have no other. Where are you gonna play? Uh, you don't want to. You let your fans in San Diego down. You got no home, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you embarrassed because you're sleeping in my studio apartment. <laughs> you got nowhere else to go, Dan Fouts. <laughs> you should be thanking the fans that didn't complain that you've got very large men roughing up their turf yeah, his, or their field. His complaint was that that, that the, the stadium is so small. That's only 27,000. Oh, excuse us. Should we have tidied up a bit for you, Dan? <laughs> you've got nowhere else to go. If it wasn't for us, you'd be playing your home games so in another state. Okay. Sure. Which reminds me of NYCMC. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, You'd be playing them in Connecticut. All right. Yeah, that is. You should be thanking the LA Galaxy because they're clearly not using the field. So they should. You should be <laughs> thanking them. They don't need it for a goddamn they're, thing. They're not disturbing you <laughs> whatsoever. You could play your game during one of their games. <laughs> they're not doing anything with it. I did not watch the highlights. I did not watch the game. This was not a Cali Classico. This was a. You know who sh- you should be ashamed. That they had the way the LA Galaxy playing that that's sending bad juju to the Chargers. That's what you should be ashamed of. Not that we only have twenty seven thousand seats. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many people are there. The Chargers are not getting into the playoffs. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. Which a terrible LA Chargers logo. Uh, You've got no home, son. But San Jose did win this game three nothing. Three nothing. Of course they did. Who cares? And uh, and LA did look bad. I did watch this game. This is like talking about Arsenal. We know what was going to happen. <laughs> they were th- these were the only kind of uh, takeaways from this game. AP, the fans don't care. <laughs> the only thing I took away from this game uh, was uh, Jonathan dos Santos started. Uh, he 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 looked like the best player. It, uh, it's weird that your brother comes uh, to your team and immediately looks better than you. Immediately. Yeah, your brother. I don't know. What, it, it, this season has been just so odd. Uh, he has not looked like the the player that even he, you know, he came in the middle of last season and uh, and he looked pretty, he looked pretty good. He was a, a, a quality, uh, he, he was a quality addition to the team. And now this season, and this season they have their own, a host of issues. But so many issues. Dos Santos looked like the only one that like really wanted to be there and and, yeah. and still had hope for uh, this season because he just got signed. All right. Look yeah, around. Yes, to look good. Look uh, around the dressing room. Everyone's sad. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, but yeah, just uh, another just another. You didn't want to watch those highlights. You didn't watch the game. I did watch the game. You watched that game. I watched that game. Why? That means nothing. <laughs> 
I did. I watched well, just because you know I take my job seriously. That's all. I take my job seriously, <laughs> but I pulled up those highlights. Like, get out of here! This <laughs> whole Mad Alley Galaxy—they gave up. It's Why a- shouldn't we? <laughs> it is odd. You know what I would have watched? I would have watched highlights of Yellow Van Dam just eating fries or frites in in Belgium. <laughs> That's what I would have watched. It is surprising that LA Galaxy is now doing worse than Minnesota United. Uh, Minnesota's- Minnesota United figured it out. Yeah. Lottie found the uh, the inside of the netting. They did win a game. They did beat Chicago uh, two to one on the road. On the road, they I beat mean, Chicago at home. What? what yeah. Now, I mean, this is I think four in a row uh, lost uh, by Chicago. Chicago, yo, raises a lot of questions. What is up? Uh, what's up? What's going on with Chicago? Yo, Chicago. We were just there, dog. We were just there. Did we do something? Was it us? <laughs> yo, Nemanja hasn't scored since he hugged me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what you, we're speaking to Juju. Yeah, <laughs> I think you let, rubbed off on him. I he tried to rub off. Uh, I I feel rub, bad. Rub one off anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> are you looking? As we keep going, two years. It took two years to get you to this point, but you're upsetting the, the league. You're you're now making sexual innuendo jokes. Tropic Sounders, it's working. It is working. Uh, they a shame, you know, Chicago, especially after being there, meeting all all the fire fans. Uh, uh, and and even seeing how well they've been playing, they this felt season. so good about it. Remember, there was that like one loss before the All Star game. Well, the and loss, like, don't worry. The about loss it. was against NYCFC that yeah. game where they were up a man and they and they still lost the game. And but I remember and, they were like, ah, "Don't worry about it." It was what a weird one. Well, we'll bounce right back. And oh boy, no bounce, no bounce, no it's just, bounce. It's a ball with no air. It yeah. is now <laughs> bouncing up. It's, uh, <laughs> it's an egg. <laughs> Uh, and they and they've dropped uh, to what fourth, uh, third or fourth place in uh, they they're in fourth fourth place Columbus Columbus terrible Columbus crew <laughs> Columbus is now above them with a game in hand of course yeah they they've been uh, uh, pretty consistent uh, all they Columbus the, they have the, two games in hand yeah they have Chicago has two games in hand which what are they going to do with those. Because even having two games in hand doesn't, doesn't mean two wins in hand. <laughs> no, it don't. No, it don't. Not if you're Chicago right now. Uh, you know, and it, uh, uh, you know what you know what teams are doing is they're just crowding around Acom. They're taking Acom out of the game. That's all Minnesota did. Minnesota was like, just stop Acom. They couldn't in that one. He had that one beautiful sort of just streak and goal. But if you don't sit, if you don't bring a high line, if you sit deep a little bit. You you minimize his entire ability. Yeah, because we realize that Nikolic's uh, strength is obviously he's a poacher. He's a poacher, and if he does, he, he's not really like uh, he's not really beating people one on one. No, no, that's uh, not his game. Yeah, he's like he just knows exactly where to be. Yeah, re- receive the ball and, and maybe uh, one time it. He's not really uh, doing too much while while he's in the box. Right. Um, but it is. It, I, I mean, I. I, I wouldn't say Chicago's having so many issues scoring. They are scoring some goals, uh, but defensively, they've just been. Uh, it's that's where the concern is because I, I, Joao Meda he got hurt. Uh, uh, Christian Dean, who I think they just got, yeah, uh, from Vancouver, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he he and then Ethan Finley. Uh, well, Ethan. Finley. I'm sorry, I'm talking. I'm thinking Minnesota there. Yeah, but so, yeah. So, but the, the issue with the back line for. Uh, for Chicago, Chicago. It, uh, they've just been making like these weird mistakes that they just have not didn't that they didn't do it early on in the season. We saw the goal, but it, it could also be that that remember in the beginning of the season, you know, they had new players, everything was kind of new, a lot of adrenaline. And all of a sudden, middle of the season, they bring in or not even fully middle of the season, but a couple weeks later, uh, they bring in uh, Schweinsteiger. So there's more adrenaline there. Now that everything's settled in, a lot of other teams have been able to watch enough game tape on these guys. Sure. I honestly think that's it. I, I think people just realized what it was. People were like, oh, 
It's all Akam. Akam stretches us out. Sure. We we collapse to try to follow him. Nemanja Nikolic finds open space. Schweinsteiger gets a little closer. Delu gets a little closer. Solnyak gets a little closer. And now they've got numbers in the box. Yeah. If we stop Akam, those numbers never show up. I guess so. I mean, they, they, there aren't. There's not too much. Um creativity happening in the midfield or not as much as there was when uh, Schweinsteiger first got there. Right. Uh, you know, it is, I mean, it is possible the, the, you know, Dax did play in the gold cup, him leaving, coming back, leaving, come, you know, it's, and now yeah. he's got the world cup qualifier. So there's, it, it, it does. Maybe there, there's an issue with just like chemistry. Oh my God. Ever since he thanked us about that fruit ball. <laughs> I mean, look, it's Could been, it be our fault? <laughs> Look, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say that's what it is. I'm not going to not say that's what it is. Uh, Could it be our fault? We're analyzing all the evidence in front of us. Uh, we're going to need a little bit. We're going to. We're going to leave the all the facts to come out before we come to a conclusion. We have three things that we did in Chicago. <laughs> Schweinsteiger touched my shirt and my arm. Yeah, Nemanja Nikolic touched me all over, all over, <laughs> and, uh, up and down. <laughs> I mean, more than once. And Dax McCarty. Finally thanked us. Yeah. Those three things, those three players have not played the same since they had those interactions with us. Uh, that is true. Could it be us? <laughs> Could we have that effect on MLS team? I hope we don't get, I don't want that rumor out because nobody will ever <laughs> allow us to talk to them. No again. other players ever going to touch me up and down. And guys, we want to be very clear. We want to be touched by oh, yeah. MLS players. Yeah. You, I don't think you have much of a luck. Much <laughs> luck. I think they're all chubby chasers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got guys like you all over the place. Yeah. Huh? There's an abundance of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we may be the bad juju. Yeah. Uh, did we break the Chicago fire? I, I, I was just I, before we cross. I I, I don't want to forget. I, I I wanted to say that uh, they. I think they like you because uh, Alexis is thick with two C's. <laughs> <laughs> but they like that thickness. <laughs> thick, nice and thick. <laughs> hey, you know what? Everybody has their own uh, favorite. Everybody por- gotta get ready for the winner. Yeah, everybody has their <laughs> their favorite porn up category. You yeah, can't, yeah. Don't hate on anybody. Nah, cuff, cuff who you want to cuff, yo. <laughs> it's getting chilly. Yeah, it's cuffing season. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I, the first goal from Dunlady, uh, which was really uh, Johan Kapelhoff's fault. That 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 slide tackle. It was a, a cross that he and he and he slid. And it, the the ball was initially uh, he all he had to do was just sort of handle the ball yeah. properly and uh, but no he 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 slide tackles and and gives it back to the player who crossed it who right. sent it back to Dunlady and, and and the keeper's already off the line and and by the way Dunlady did everything he could to miss that 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 goal almost oh sure he, hit he it, said he that hit thing like really high, high. <laughs> everyone was like relax Dunlady. <laughs> It, it was a, a a real shock, right? You know, when when Minnesota scores on you, uh, there there is a little bit of like, yo, for real though. No. I mean, we, we saw Minnesota when Dan they, Fouts was embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> when we uh, when we saw Minnesota come to New York. Uh, they scored first, but it was off an error from uh, 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 who's the, the keeper, Eric Johansson oh. uh, from NYCFC and keeper. Uh, but it, it did. Uh, it was that thing of like, for real. Yeah, us, you Come guys, on. you guys. It's like if LA scored on anybody, right? It's yeah. like, really. <laughs> uh, and and I think 
the, the no one was really that scared. Of course not. Uh, after that first goal, because it's like it's Minnesota. They're gonna do what Minnesota does, and they're gonna this is what Minnesota do. They're gonna they're gonna ruin it at some point. They're gonna give it right back to you. Don't but worry. No, Donlady comes back and 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 does scores, it again. Scores again uh, in the in the in the beginning of the second half of the. I don't remember if it was the first half. It was end of the first of the of the of the second half. But uh, it did. Uh, th- then I think. That second goal is what I think um, gives some definition to what Chicago is going through right now. Like, yeah. I, you know, we could be like, it's a slump and whatever. We'll we'll pick up the next game, whatever. But this is the game you end the slump. Yeah, they say they're slump busters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota's, that's what, the, that's what MLS, that's what Garber put him in the league for, to make yeah. other people feel better. Yeah. You, Adrian Heath is like, wait, why, why, why are you letting us win? <laughs> no, we're here is, to make you look good. <laughs> we're trying, we're trying our best, you know? Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, but that second goal, the frustration you saw was just like, oh boy, yeah, this is, this is a real problem that's not going away. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, you know, they, they brought in a ton of pieces. Adrian, he just like, please, 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 please let me keep my job. <laughs> uh, they seem to be getting better right at the same time that, and it's not just Chicago. D- FC Dallas has just collapsed. Oh, sure. They, there's another, and their uh, team might miss the playoffs. Yeah. And there's rumors that they're going to sell Uruti to San Lorenzo. It's a fire sale. Yeah. Everybody got to go. Everybody go. It's, Bring deals. on the kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we saw a couple of MLS players on Etsy the other day. Yeah. <laughs> really? Just I know there's, you can get like three of them on, on eBay. They're bundled together. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and that, that's, that's, yeah, that, what a weird uh, turnaround from winning the supporter shield. Uh, and we, uh, Pablo was talking about this in, in the interview with him that we just had that, that the turnaround from year to year with MLS clubs, uh, th- that this can happen. And but you don't you sort of don't ex- expect this from FC Dallas given how consistent they are year to year. Yeah, I mean I know that they they sort of claim to be a selling club, but you would hope uh, you would hope that they'd be able to keep uh, some of their best players. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, not not a necessarily a rivalry week game, but Philadelphia and Atlanta. This was a very good game. Yeah, this was a good one. That uh, this game ended uh, uh, tied two two. Uh, two quick goal. Was it? Uh, did they? No, they two goals from uh, yeah. Philly. They got them first, and then uh, uh, and yeah, and, and uh, uh, you know, a comeback from Tyrone Mears uh in like the ninetieth minute or something like that. Uh, so uh, 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 another a, a game. Uh, Atlanta. They've had uh, you know, th- a, a very long break. And and the first thing watching that game, I'm like, rust. You just uh, you just look like yeah, those look, guys were in hammocks. It looks like a, a a preseason game. Yeah, they just were not uh, comfortable. Uh, or you know, you didn't see that comfort that you know you're used to seeing. Yeah, um, and I want to pull back on my uh, announcement uh, the beginning or my prediction at the beginning of the season that Atlanta would win it all because I just realized. They get a two week break in the middle of the season. That's actually not a great thing. It's probably good for you know recovering uh, some of the injured players. Like you know, some people have like some uh, nasty effects of the season that they sort of relax and get over. So they get a little bit more refreshed. But I just realized, you know how how awful it is that someone's going to make you play in a new stadium midway through your season with an entire new playing surface and everything. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to. That learning curve is going to be. Jeez, they've had basically three seasons in one. <laughs> the beginning of the season, figuring out how to play without Joseph Martinez. Yeah, and now this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and, and the and the long break. 
Yeah. That, that didn't help either. But they're going to have like what? I think 30 home games now in a row. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to uh, put hammocks out on the field because <laughs> their game is like literally six hours later. Yeah. No, we're good. We'll be right here. <laughs> Let us know when the next one starts. Um, the, the, uh, what was the, 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 the goal, uh, the first goal from Roland Alberg, uh, great positioning. Uh, he got that, he got that like chip from a in. Yeah. Uh, chested it down, put the ball in. You got to give props. It was a great move. Uh, but then the goal from Bedoya, the bicycle Bedoya. kick. Bedoya. Uh, not, we're not used to seeing bicycle kicks from Bedoya. Bedoya is also kind of a big man, but kind of burly. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a tough midfielder. He's yeah. not the kind of guy who's like fancy on his feet for a bicycle kick. Yeah, you you sort of like you you worry that he does a bicycle kick and there's like uh, uh, the, the you know the, the grass is concave when yeah, he lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. man. Yeah, he thumps. <laughs> and when he lands, he thumps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like. Cool from him. That was great. I mean, I still my favorite his goal last year that chip that he did last season uh, when he got when he got to the league where he chipped from outside. The oh league, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is that was like so, so far. That's welcome Bedoya, to the league. Bedoya's best goal, but um, uh, Yamil Assad getting that goal that 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 assist uh, which was not not a, not a usual assist you, you're used to seeing from Joseph Martinez. He basically dove headed assisted it. To to us to a, a, a cutting in Assad and Assad just placed it perfectly to a running Assad blasted it. But also you we all thought like Joseph might be able to score from here because that's how <laughs> strong he is. You know? Yeah, that, that it was a wild like a uh, uh, commitment to like to getting back in the game. But you know it also it also goes to show that you know with Tata Martino sort of uh, putting it in place where they're like. Here's where this player is going to be. Here's the type of motion. Here's the type of run to expect here. Get the ball there any way you can. You know, it's like a it's like a really good back heel almost, you know, sure. like, you know where to put the ball. You just throw your body at it, hoping to get it in that position. A- again, you know, I, I, I love watching Atlanta play, you know, and these are the reasons why, man. They just literally throw everything at it. Well, it's just <laughs> Torres in front of goal is, is, is essentially the entire team. They uh, I was I remember watching. Uh, a video Brittany Arnold who she uh, she's the sideline reporter for yeah. Atlanta United and she also uh, does coverage for uh, I think it's Fox Sports South uh, if I'm not mistaken or South Southeast or something I don't I forgot the exact that doesn't uh, matter Kuwana. network but um she, they, <laughs> she had done a video she was interviewing um, uh, another Atlanta United I think reporter uh, and before the, the, the game, uh, the midweek game, which was against DC United, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this game, they were very confident. She was, uh, she had asked the question, like, can we expect six points out of, out of these two games? And the, and the, the, the other guy was like, of course. Yeah. yeah. This is DC United and Philadelphia. Put it on the board already. <laughs> we're out of here. Why do we even need to go to these games? We don't even need to play them. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Dwayne's going to score a bicycle kick? Get out of here. Um, <laughs> uh, and they, they leave these two games with one point. They lose to DC United midweek, one nothing from an own goal. Michael Parkhurst. Michael Parkhurst. And Michael Parkhurst, as I mentioned before, I think the second leading scorer <laughs> and, or third leading goal scorer in DC United right now. Uh, what is, I, 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 I'm just, I'm baffled. What is, Atlanta has lost to to DC two times already or three. Twice, yeah. Twice. I believe, no, I believe it is three times. I think it's the three times. 
Well, look, part of it is they have, you know, you got to get one team figured out, right? I mean, DC United <laughs> hasn't even figured themselves out. They at least figured out Atlanta, They right? can't even figure themselves out in training. They, no. they, they get, each, each side gives up like a dozen goals. They're like, what do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. We'll go do that. Uh, but I think one of the things that, you know, you look at Atlanta and you hope, okay, they're going to have a lot of time at home. They're going to have a lot of time to go over all this, think about it, figure out what's wrong. Hopefully they get it right. Because that's the team you want to see in the playoffs. That's just good for ratings. They're a fun team. And we're not down there yet. So let's not make that event a sad one. Okay. <laughs> let's make it a lot of fun. It is. I can't. I feel like for me, I cannot figure out what is it that DC does. What do they have that is the, the kryptonite to, to Atlanta United? It might just be dumb luck. Three times? I know. And they, a lot of dumb luck. And then, I mean, I remember watching the game. I think the first game that they played at Bobby Dodd. And uh, DC was like scoring. I mean, they, they they don't really have that much trouble. No, getting you know getting by them. So like it's Lloyd Sam and Kellen, maybe uh, not Kellen Acosta, the other Lucho Acosta, uh, Lu, Lucho. Uh, Lucho, Luciano, Luciano Acosta. Uh, I mean, he is he is a, like a you know a Jovinko type. He is he's very small. Yeah, small, Maxi Morales, very, like, very good with his feet. Yeah, uh, you know, gets into gets into spaces. Go doesn't mind going at players. But defense something really missing from the league. But def- defensively. DC has a, a, a boatload of issues. Yeah, I mean they're worrying about fish and cats. I mean, you know, <laughs> and the fact that Atlanta can't take advantage of those things is is it boggles the mind. Uh, yeah, a bummer. Uh, I still think Atlanta should get into the playoffs. Uh, they should make it. I, I mean, I, let's let's just say they will. We believe they will. Yeah. But again, you know, making the playoffs in your in your first year is very very difficult. If there's ever been a team that looks like they're prepared for it, it's this one. So we'll see. Exactly. So uh, let's uh, talk about the team that's right right behind uh, or right ahead of Atlanta uh, in the in the standings. Uh, Montreal. Montreal played against Toronto. Uh, I thought they had a chance. You thought Montreal, but like before the game started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> and I kind of also believed when Piotti scored the goal to uh, make it 2-1. Oh, yeah, at the end there? Oh, uh, and then, dude, before before the fans even finished celebrating, my favorite part of that were like fans were leaving. It was the 90th minute, right? Fans were leaving. They're like, all right, this is garbage. We lost to our biggest rival. I'm getting out of here before the, the five minutes runs out. And then all of a sudden, Piotti scores. And, you know, fans were like coming back in. The announcer mentions it. Fans are coming back in. They didn't leave all the way. Oh, my God. It's 2-1. This can happen. So the fans like, that's it. I'm out of here. Score. You know what? Let's go back in. I need to go see this. As soon as you take three steps, Jovinko scores again. I knew it. Yeah. I should have left. This is ridiculous. Uh, Jovinko did get another free kick goal. Um, he, he, got, he got one. in. The- that was the first goal. That was the first goal. That was the first goal. But he, uh, beautiful. Beautiful. But he also had a chance before that, uh, yeah. like a couple minutes prior, where uh, from the other side, uh, uh, the other side of the box. Another. It, it, it really just if you're not coaching, if you're an opposing team and you're not coaching your team to refuse, just to absolutely refuse to foul on top of that box, on yeah. top of the box, do not foul him. I would honestly say, just let him go. Let him go. He might miss. That's <laughs> better. You have a better chance of him in the run of play than with a dead ball. Yeah, it's, really, it's that scary. I mean, he he scored. Uh, I think the number is five. I think he scored five free kick goals. Ridiculous this year, which is 
it's hard to score one just a regular goal. It's yeah, hard. it's you could you wouldn't score five penalties if you took five penalties. Yeah, I mean the guy is just incredible, and you know the uh, the celebration, the boo hoo hoo. Yeah, that was funny. That's messed up. <laughs> You know, I love Montreal, man. Not not necessarily the team, but I love the the city and the fans. Man, that had to hurt. No, Josie uh, Josie Altador, uh after the game said uh, he he takes pride in being able to knock out uh, Montreal if they if he can make them not make the playoffs. He would love that. Damn, I think they're the ones that gave Baloo the uh, sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> the quote unquote. Sort of Quote unquote sore throat. If you wonder wondered why Balou didn't play, it was definitely not because he tried to get himself traded at Chelsea or sold to Chelsea. Hundred percent sore throat. You know, how, you know, how you can't run when you have a sore throat. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, and this uh, nobody's going to be uh, you know uh, frustrated with you for you know just trying to leave to a European club. Not at all. <laughs> when you're also eighteen years old. Eighteen, and they haven't really made an offer for you just yet. Uh, but uh, what a great game. This was a incredible, you know, game. We, we went to the playoff uh, match in, in Montreal uh, between uh, um, uh, Toronto and, and Montreal. And yeah, the first leg of those playoffs, which were incredible, which were great. And even and the second leg was even more nuts. Right. I mean, yeah. This, we didn't get to go to that one. But yeah, oh, but that, man. Uh, and so you always know, like, this, this is probably going to be a good game. It's going to be a, a couple goals scored. Uh, and it didn't disappoint. I was I was. Very, very entertained. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with, with Jovinko's play, also really uh, was impressed with uh, Blair and uh, Jamali. He was great. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple great chances. Uh, uh, who's the Bono? Uh, Ma- is it Matthew Bono? Bono? I you forgot. Know, it's forgot. hard because all I want to focus on is Salazar's hair. Oh, the blonde. What the hell <laughs> is going on there? It's like some of it is spiked. Parts of it are baby braided. It's all white. It's very odd. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, but Montreal's kind of known. Uh, they have a Duro who has who has the the, fo- the mohawk. He has the mohawk, but he also has like a design in his uh, in his hair. Alex Boner is his name. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of uh, personality going on. Yeah. Uh, in Montreal, I embrace it. I think it's cool. I think it's great. And speaking of uh, personality, uh, Piatti, great player, you know, beloved. He's leaving. He wants to be gone. Yeah. Well, he wants more money. He wants more money. They're not going to give him more money. Why would he deserves more money? I don't know what he's making, but whatever it is, if he wants more, he deserves more. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That that goal that he scored is always pretty amazing. I could see him at NYCFC next season. Um, he would, I think he would fit in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who's, there's a couple of people leaving, right? Young Herrera is not staying. Yeah. He's gone. He's on loan. Uh, who else? I could see Jonathan Lewis making the start over Rodney Wallace, so having a bigger midfielder, um, a bigger presence in the midfield sure. like Piatti makes sense. Maybe. Who knows? It could happen. Okay. Well, we know that... Uh, Montreal fans have stopped listening. Jay has born of all. slamming the table. Sofian Benzaza. <laughs> like, no, I will stop. I will stop listening to this podcast. My two Tremblay is ripping my picture down off of his <laughs> class wall. Sometimes don't get too close to your heroes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if the, if Montreal doesn't pay him, he's he's gonna have a, a host of options. Uh, yeah, he's go. not he's gonna get he's not gonna have a short list of suitors. Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, and uh, well, we can talk about the the, the New York Derby. This one ended one 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 one. Not the most entertaining of games. 
No, I, but you know what though? Like just for the purpose of the of the of the you know Hudson River Derby and and uh, or Derby, I don't care. However you say it, let's just say a Derby. You know what? Screw you, England. Uh, we're going with Derby. Um, by the way, I, I, even though I, it's the Scottish accent, I say Derby. But All right. Well, I'm going to say Derby then, just to annoy the fans because now there's two <laughs> pronunciations. But you know, for the first two and a half, three seasons. It was, you know, New York city was not involved in any way, shape or form. Just hold, all they did was like, Hey, do you have any more room to hold any more L's? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got seven right here. Do you really need, uh, so it, it's, it's been nice to see this rivalry grow. And, you know, as much as the rebel fans hate it, uh, it's needed to, the, the, the pendulum had to swing the other way. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so outside of the, uh, open cup, uh, loss, which uh, for NYCFC, which, uh, you know, uh, Rebels played really well in that mat in that game. Um, and it's possible that the Rebels go on to win the Open Cup. So, you know, you have something to you have some type of, um, uh, you know, leverage there or some a little bit of uh, shine because you beat NYCFC on the way to win the uh, U.S. Open Cup. So sure. that make you know, your first trophy or your first cup. Right. You have trophies. You have uh, supporter shields. Uh, they're just not cups. Right. So it's a chance. Uh, it's something I mean, you that can you drink, can. You can drink stuff. Off a off a plate like a little like a little yeah, but kitten. it's a perfectly flat plate like a little yeah. kitten at RFK just yeah. <laughs> just a little <laughs> little tabby cat that owns uh, RFK <laughs> so you know you you have something to be proud of but of course the pendulum had to swing the other way uh, the tifo I have a little bit of an issue with really uh, I thought it was very creative that's I thought it was very funny. Very fun TIFO. Uh, if you didn't see it, they, it was kind of see-through, uh, and they listed all the places that NYCFC has supposedly or allegedly looked for a stadium, uh, stadium and then have an X next to it, and they put a check mark next to Hartford, Connecticut. Um, very funny, very nice, uh, but you know, most of those sites were also looked at by... The, the Metro the Stars before they became the Rebels. Oh, sure. And even the Rebels when they were trying to find their own stadium, including Aqueduct, which was on there. I'm sure Belmont was one of them, you know, because they yeah. have the gaming license. Um, you picked Harrison, New Jersey, which is in another state. Granted, it's not 100 miles away <laughs> like Hartford is, uh, but it's it's in another state. So, I mean, there's there's a little bit of disconnect there where I'm like, all right, it's not like, all right, look, yes, we have blood in our hands, but your hands aren't necessarily clean either. You know, OK, uh, you can't you can't throw rocks if you live in a glass house. You can't bust shots at me when you're standing in front of the gun. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a great updated analogy! <laughs> I got you. just in case you're like, "What's a glass house?" Oh, he's talking gunplay. Um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was funny. I, 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 that was fine, and maybe uh, it, you know, it, it could also be like a checklist of like, "Hey, we we check these. You don't need to check them again." Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like that that that's what the tifo could mean as well. Ah, no, I think it was the place. <laughs> no, that, yeah. I know that that's clearly the joke. But my my favorite. Part of the trolling was uh, the the whale, the Hartford whaler. That they deserve every credit for. That was <laughs> pretty perfect. Even though even though that joke was made already on Twitter, yeah, to go out and actually get the Hartford whalers mascot and to double down on it, they got a cake for the locker room. They got a Fudgy the Whale cake. And Fudgy, put, that's a, that's his name? Pucky. No, Pucky is the mascot. Remember Fudgy the Whale from uh, Baskin-Robbins? Oh, yeah. Or I think it was Baskin-Robbins that you can get, uh, or Carvel, Carvel. Okay. Carvel, you can get an ice cream cake, and the famous one was Fudgy the Whale. They got a Fudgy the Whale cake with a Hartford Whalers logo on it. I mean, if you don't know who the Hartford Whalers is, it's an old hockey team. It was the professional team in Hartford, Connecticut, and obviously they don't exist anymore. I believe, I believe they became the Colorado Avalanche. I don't know how I know that. Uh, but yeah, they're no longer in Hartford. There's no professional teams in Hartford. Um, so uh, pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool that... Uh, it, was, it was funny. Yeah, the... the, the uh 
the mascot Pucky got into like the the capo stand kind of. And yeah, it was it was it's funny. It's I mean, funny. I mean, what are, what are we gonna do? It's what, funny. Our team's playing Connecticut. What you want? You, yeah. you you brought the heat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you made that decision to play Connecticut. This is what you should have expected to come at you. <laughs> and also, I think Jesse Marshall was like, I don't know why they had a whale. Oh yeah, and they were like, no "Oh, idea. that's the mascot for Hartford." And he goes, "Yeah, and and they're like, NYCFC is going to play a home game in Hartford." And he goes, "Oh, thank you for explaining it to me." <laughs> like that dude has no sense of humor. He has, he has nothing but anger <laughs> and mean stares. Jesse Mars, I guess, is like the the like just the the uninformed dad. Yeah. Just like who will never <laughs> yeah. like what's yeah. this uh, this Drake you guys yeah, are listening yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drake yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't care. <laughs> just like. Dad, what you learned? Like it's, yeah. it's not even that hard to like learn about this stuff. He was on SNL. <laughs> God, <laughs> which it is. Um, you would think Jesse Jesse Marsh, Marsh calls it the Twitter machine. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys. <laughs> uh, you would think he would be. Oh, you would presume almost every manager uh, would be like on. You know, kept kept abreast yeah. of everything <laughs> yeah. going on. No, not Jesse. Not Jesse. And this is like, and it's not like the you know what, what RSL is doing or something. It's right. like the, it's the rival team. I feel like, and you know what? Maybe this is the most important opponent you have. Maybe that even uh, suggests uh, and, and points to how bad coverage of MLS is. That even even the manager, even can't the get manager it on it. doesn't even. He's like, what? What's going on? NYCFC's playing where? Do we got? Do we got to go over there? Like, it was like, <laughs> wait, wait, we're playing in Harvard. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. is us? Yeah. No, wait. Oh wait, there's another New York team. Where do I find the schedule? <laughs> <laughs> like, just like they're literally the 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 materials for all this information are just not available. No, him. he's like they pronounce it Darby, <laughs> New York. It's just confused by everything. <laughs> all right, all I know, the only guy I know here is Sasha. That's, yeah. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody's names. Who's that short black guy that keeps scoring for us? <laughs> Just uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's he's one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's so Jesse. He has a Jesse name. Jesse Allwright Marsh. Good God. We want to let everyone know we don't believe. Man, Christian's really dropped off the deep end. Christian, if you don't know, has been drinking coffee before the podcast. Maybe that might be it. That's where all the anger and meanness oh, boy. comes from. Yeah. So he, we do not we do not believe Jesse Marsh is part of the Allwright. <laughs> Good. Okay, I'm glad we can sort yeah, of. Yeah, we uh, do not believe that. But this game ended one-one, and maybe the, uh, uh, you know, the there were a couple uh, controversial. Uh, uh, yeah, it's some penalties being called, penalties not being called. I mean, the the, the foul against uh, Sasha question by RJ and RJ. It has been uh, a bit of a, this has been a bit of an issue with RJ because he the, the game against uh, Toronto. Yeah, uh, where the, the he came in during the Gold Cup, hot, hot, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he comes in angry, fast, and hot. <laughs> Forgot who he followed. It was a cross, and he just barreled into the dude uh, in the box, and boom, and and and, and two points dropped. Yeah, and, and kind of the same issue here. He came at. He came at. Uh, and he got. He got lucky. He came. He came at Sasha. Question. Yeah. He, he not even going for the ball. Literally just taking Sasha out midair. Well, I mean, no, no. no. It, he this the the foul against uh, Sasha was the where Sasha made a great move uh, and and got got into the box and RJ came kind of barreling in and and Sasha's. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know which one you're talking. He's about. He's good on his feet, but he he knocked knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with him, uh, and yeah, once uh. Uh, it, it, definitely the foul was 
without a doubt, very soft. But it was a foul. RJ came barreling in like a maniac. Yeah, and uh, you know Sasha went down really easy, but there was contact. Yeah, and, what are you gonna do? And and it was a soft call, but I think yeah, I mean you you, you never want to see like makeup calls. Right? Yeah, no. But RJ did also barrel into. I mean, from a three point stance. <laughs> barrel was it Kenmar? No, no, this is Bradley Wright Phillips. He Bradley had Wright Phillips. it was a That's great right. It was a great cr- uh, cross to the uh, far post. To the far post. Bradley Wright Phillips is there. It's gonna go in. All he has to do is just direct it in. If the ball just has to hit the guy's forehead. He yeah. doesn't even have to move his head. It's going in. But no, no, no. No, no. RJ, he... Open field tackle, <laughs> Allen. In the air. I mean, look, you got to you gotta uh, commend him him for his... You know, he, he he goes in for challenges. He's a brave guy. Yeah, and he knew. He thought he was getting... He was like, oh, I'm out of the game, but at least I stopped the goal. He thought a penalty was going to be called. I mean, he jumped in the air. No real opportunity to, to, to get the ball. No, but took... BWP out. Yeah, hit him right in the air. And uh nope. But then you look at the Moyle. Mule, Moyle. M- mule? Mule. You look at the Mule uh tackle and uh the penalty called. I there is a little bit of contact there, not enough for him to go down. And I don't think that should have been called a penalty. Wait, what are you referring to? Remember Moyle, Mule got uh clipped in the uh eighteen yard box. Was, was there that, not a penalty call no, for that? There was no penalty. I thought there was. No. There's no penalty. Did he? Did somebody save a penalty? I was at the game. Wait, when did he? How did the Red Bull score? Uh, they they scored from the penalty, but that was Sasha's foul. That was a, the RJ foul on on Sasha Kleschen. It wasn't on the Moya Mule. No, no, no. I thought it was. No, you're wrong. I watched that game too. <laughs> how did I forget that? Sure, well, you didn't mix it think, mix it up with the Cali Classico. I think my brain is just <laughs> filled with all the people that I have a vendetta against. Yeah, I think, and uh, 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 Verone uh, comes in, scores and scores a penalty. He's a DP who's a substitute. <laughs> Guy has not played well. I don't think the Red Bull fans are really happy with him. You know. He hasn't scored, which is what he was brought in to do. Yeah. But then he comes in and takes the penalty. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he went right down the middle, buried it. Uh, and and uh, look, and, and it's 1-1. But it was a great goal. The uh, Max Morales goal was great. Incredible. Cross from RJ uh, to, to Villa. Beautiful uh, passing. And, yeah, great pass to Morales. Uh, it was just, that's like standard NYCFC play, and you'd love to yeah. see them. Uh, I mean, it's beautiful football. Yeah, played well, uh, but a lot of other there were controversial calls. The other one was the the, the lack of a handball call on uh, Alex Mule. The 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 there was a header uh, right, right after the that goal. That would be a uh, sending a header, but I think it was I think uh, Mule was too close. I, I don't think he was too. close. I think it was ball headed towards hand, not the other way around. Even though Mule left his hand out on purpose, he did. Uh, you could see it. I mean, in the slow mo, especially, you could see that his the momentum of his hand stops. But I mean. It would be you'd be really hard pressed to call that. Seeing it live, I it looked like a handball to me. I, I, I it, I, I didn't see, I didn't understand how he didn't call it. It made no sense to me. But whatever, whatever. Uh, it is what it is. But it was a uh, the game was uh, was intense, and NYCFC fans were loud. Yeah, loud. I mean, they, you they, could hear them on the mics that were in front of the uh, the South Ward, which is where the. Uh, supporters of the Red Bull stand. You could still hear the NYCFC yeah. fans on that mic. Boy, so. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was awesome being there. They were uh, more definitely. There was it was more passion than uh, than a home game. Without a doubt, it was. Yeah, it was great. Any any dust ups? Any trouble? No, there was there was a there was some uh, some trolling from like some fans. They would like uh, you know flip the bird to to the supporter section. Uh, and you know, we would get a lot of booze. There actually one thing that was pretty funny. There was a guy, 
uh, running around or women. I have no idea. Uh, and they're like a ghost. They look like a ghost uh, covered in a sheet. And again, there was not a neo-Nazi rally. It was definitely. Yeah, no, this was like pretending to be like a scary like <laughs> Halloween ghost. It was ghost. a ghost. Uh, but they were and they had um, the number seven. Uh, flo- it was like a ghost. The, the, oh, the ghost, the ghost of, of the seven, seven girls. girls. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, seven, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fl- uh, flying around. He was taking photos with everybody. They've, they've done that before. That's really funny. It was very, very funny. And it got a lot of booze. It was uh, definitely, uh, uh, there was animosity, but yeah. it was like, uh, it was cool. Uh, I heard there was a few issues on the way to like the, the path station. A yeah. Couple of the, supposedly a couple guys uh, got jumped by a large group. So, uh, you know, hopefully that shit's not true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the stadium experience itself was awesome. And uh, they also uh, had, uh, you know, uh, the, a very long wait before you, they let the supporters out. Oh really? That's right. They they make the yeah. So it was about like tw- it was like twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, it, it seemed longer than usual because like the grounds crew was like like they had already taken like the goalposts down and yeah, yeah, yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, there was and- already like NFL lines down. <laughs> <laughs> just like whatever. I mean, well, I guess yeah. I guess they were getting ready for the for the uh, World Cup qualifier. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there was a very very long wait. I think it was it was just because obviously because of these two teams and the history and for sure being cautious. But it was a. Uh, Great experience. It was cool. Ho- hopefully everybody was fine and everything. But uh, yeah, I, we hope so. Yeah, I had a great time. Uh, it was fun. So, uh, so yeah, NYCFC ends up. New York is blue for once. Yeah. Oh, and Bruce Arena. Speaking of the World Cup qualifier, he came out and upset a lot of fans because he said he's from Brooklyn mm-hmm. and they do not consider New Jersey a part of New York. No way. Yeah. So that upset a lot. Of, yeah, but that upset <laughs> a lot of the uh, Red Bull fans. Uh, but guess who came to his defense? Who? On Extra Time Radio, the shirt you're wearing, by the way. Yeah. Thank you very much, Extra Time Radio, for the shirts. <laughs> um, I have an extra large. doesn't fit, but, you know, I have it. Thank you very much. Thanks, uh, Weeby and Goss. Um, the, uh, the former Metro Stars goalkeeper, former Manchester United, former Everton, now Colorado Rapids, and your men's national team hero, yeah. Tim Howard. He came out and said, hey, I'm from Jersey. We're not considered part of New York. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, did we really need to get that no, evidence? But I mean, we could just look at a map. If you're upset, your own most famous former player yeah. agrees. Come on. Yeah, no one. Let it go. <laughs> Is that the concern? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that that's a concern, but I think Red Bull fans get upset about it. They don't like to be called. Uh, well, look. they don't like to be referenced as the New Jersey team. Yeah. Because they feel that they think, are part of the New York metro area. Do you think there's more. Red Bull fans in New York or in New Jersey? Clearly in New Jersey. Really? Yeah, by a long shot. Okay. Yeah. I've had conversations with people before, and the numbers, I mean, I certainly don't have data to back that up, but the numbers seem like it's a much higher pull from New Jersey than, and even maybe even like Westchester and like, you know, okay. that kind of area than it is from the five get, boroughs. We got to get somebody from the Red Bull like sales department to give us the, give the, us the, give the, us the stats, the stats on the season. Ticket. What are the numbers? Joe? What are your demographics? Dude? What do you, what do <laughs> your Yo, analytics o- look like? Open your books up. Come on. So let me see that Venn diagram. <laughs> what the fucking number is that? Um, so yeah, so that's it. Thank you for listening again to, to you know, all this in-depth analysis. Yeah. Uh, Check uh, but, out our YouTube. Uh, we're going to be posting some clips from uh, the video that we shot of this. Yes. Uh, and it would mean a lot to us if you guys can continue to do the five stars and leave a nice review but also uh leave some comments on the bottom of the other video even if you already heard it check it out help us get views um and uh yeah atlanta 
Oh, we're coming, baby. We're coming. It's all right. We are, we have uh, uh, more information. Yeah, uh, that's right. So uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be putting out the ticket link. Uh, we're gonna put put out on Thursday. Right. Thursday. So we are a part of the Red Clay Comedy Festival. Red Clay Comedy. We told you that before. That's going to be September twenty eighth through the thirtieth. Yes. So on Thursday, which you're listening to this on Wednesday, August thirtieth. Right. So tomorrow, we're going to be sending out the ticket link first to our email subscribers. So that's right. You guys get first stab at it. Yeah. It's not even live on their website just yet. It's just for us. All right. So uh, get on our email list right now. Go to soccercooligans.com and just sign up. Uh, there'll be a pop-up uh, and you'll receive an email on Thursday letting you know where you can get tickets for our live podcast in Atlanta for the Red Clay Comedy Festival. A lot of special guests are going to be there. That is correct. I mean, we've got some really, really big special guests lined up. We're hoping to get them confirmed very soon. That's right. But just know that we've got, we're putting in a lot of work for this event. We need you guys to be a part of it. We need to show the the comedy community that the soccer fans want to see comedy-related content and they want to be a part of a live uh, event and we need to show the soccer community that MLS is here. And what better or fan base to do it with then Atlanta you guys are averaging 40 50,000 people at your uh, at your stadiums 20,000 go see a practice we can't get what we can't get 60,000 to an event right I mean is it really that much <laughs> I mean it's not it shouldn't be that hard I mean come on you know uh, we got I mean I think the room holds 100 so I don't know how these tickets are going to go. My idea is that they're going to go very fast. So make sure you get on that email list so that I uh, go on our website, get on that email list. So you're first to hear about it. So you can jump right in. All right. So make sure you do that. Atlanta United fan. Tell, tell your uh, Atlanta United buddies, your uh, brethren. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cause it's going to be great. So there's going to be a lot of fun surprises and it's going to be uh, a live podcast. Uh, and, and uh, you know, with two two comedians at a comedy festival. I mean, this is unheard of. Uh, this is a not, soccer event at a comedy festival. This has never been done before. Never so, been done. So the fact that uh, we're either going to crash and burn, or everyone's <laughs> going to be doing it after this. But it's going to be a show. So, oh, buddy. Uh, so make sure you're there uh, to to, uh, to maybe get third degree burns. Uh, yeah, crashing and burn yeah. And, and we want to do a Q and A. We want to do a lot. So um, if you guys have ideas of things you want us to do or people you want us to have there, uh, tweet at your favorite player uh, if you want them there. Um, let us know. Shoot us an email soccercooligans at gmail.com um but get on that email list so you can get uh, first dips because when the tickets run out they run out the venue only holds a very small amount of people exactly so okay so we give you that instruction if you're not there uh you really uh you really let yourself you missed out and your family down yep. uh, so uh thank you again for listening to another episode uh what anything just oh yeah again make sure you uh leave a nice itunes review uh, oh yeah five stars and say something nice say something nice uh it helps us catch oh, yeah. up uh we just we should start a campaign uh because i've been looking this up uh and i uh, and obviously we yeah let's make this hour and six minute segment longer <laughs> well we always uh always talking about uh men and blazers and like uh Ho? Sort of catching up. Never heard the of the old either. guard. The old guard. Uh, we have uh, 37 reviews currently. Not bad. On iTunes, which is not bad. Uh, but Men and Blazers has 672. Come on. Okay. We have, we have more than 672 listeners. Dude, if 10% of the people that went to that open practice. Yeah, <laughs> at Atlanta. At Atlanta, uh, you know, left a review. You know, we would be blowing their numbers out. Yeah. So we 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 we're trying to catch up to Men and Blazers. Yeah, I mean, look, they've been around much longer than we have. Uh, but why can't we get to you know? They've done wonderful things. Look, rising tides lift all boats. You know, we don't want people to think we hate them. Also, 
Uh, they've helped cure insomnia for so many people. <laughs> you know, I mean, just I, the, the, I mean, we don't do that. We actually pump you up. <laughs> but I mean, they've been able to help so many people. So yeah, so we're trying to catch up. So that'd be uh, that'd be awesome. So mm, if, if, you have, up. if you have, <laughs> Dil, uh, <laughs> if you have, <laughs> if you haven't uh, uh, left a review, if you have iTunes, some people have Android and they're uh, you know and they they're unable to do that. So yeah. that's fine. Uh, but if you have an Apple phone, you're listening to this on Apple Podcast. Just go right there. Go to in the app please just search right there type the cooligans go to our review page and just and, and the little tab and leave a nice review it's not, i feel like we're not asking for a lot here it's not it really isn't uh, all right guys so th- so thank you again everybody that's the, uh, that those are the 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 instructions uh for this week's episode and uh and yeah we'll be back next week with another hot hot track well if we haven't told you recently we love you thank <laughs> we, you for listening we do love you the way Nemanja Nikolic looked at me is the way I look at all of you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. My name is Alexis Guerrero. My name is Christian Polanco. Together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!